0: What's going on, welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 191, part two. We are back. I'm
1: one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome back.
2: Um, okay, so last time we covered the Western Conference, yes, a uh, full preview, all the teams. Now it's time for the East. Um, you want to start
1: with the teams that didn't make the playoffs again, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start with... Let's start with the Knicks. Let's get the Knicks out of the way. Okay. Uh, pretty simple. I don't know
2: what exactly the Knicks are up to because they're not going to be bad enough to tank and they're obviously not going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Um... They they paid Jalen Brunson, you know, the contract. Now looking back on it, seeing all the other contracts since then, Brunson's contract was pretty good, very fair. Um they traded Merlays Noel, waves, well, traded Kempa, who got waived. Uh traded Alec Burks. Um, and now they're kind of going with a young. <clears throat> a younger team, slightly younger. Yeah. And uh, it sucks that out of the whole NBA, Knicks are definitely in the top five of me having no idea what their direction is.
0: That's, that's their biggest problem. Cause I like a lot of their guys individually. Yeah. And the problem is they're like, they're doing what Orlando does. We've talked about this before, how it's because there's no direction. It's like purgatory. Mm-hmm. So they're asking a lot. They're asking R.J. Barrett to be like a top five scorer, which isn't going to happen. Which is not going to happen. They're asking Randall to be one of the most versatile forwards in the league. That's not going to happen,
2: right? And they're asking out of Toppin. They, it's like they're waiting for Toppin to emerge as something. When I think he is what he is at this point, even though it's only his what second or third year, he is what he is already. Um, yeah. They're asking. I'm not sure they're asking at it quickly because his plan time is so inconsistent. I'm not sure where they're going with that. They're asking Brunson to lead them as
0: that's as a, that's the know, other thing. Like you're signing five, Brunson as like three. your your guy basically. Yeah, he's taking he's di- dictating how where the roster goes. That's you, you look extra awful. It's one thing to to want him even though nobody else really was pressed for him like y'all, you know, Mm -hmm. I understand he had a good playoff run. He looked good, Mm -hmm. but to, to take him as like, as basically we're giving you the keys to the kingdom. Again, it just shows how they have no direction.
2: I did feel that way. Um, And I don't think that if he wasn't a free agent, would someone make a trade of, Burks, Noel, and Kemba for Jalen Brunson, probably not. And, and that's the that's the worst part about it. That's how I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, well, the contract is the contract. I've seen worse contracts since then. But trading three guys to open up roster space for him is just it's odd, very odd.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they they could be a playing like competitor. Yeah. But that's their absolute
1: peak. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they might
2: reach that, it just shows that the team has good bones. But, yeah. you know, the the meat isn't there. The the flesh isn't there. I also
0: um, don't think, like, I don't think Thibodeau is the right coach.
1: For what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure if they've ever had the right coach. It seems like every time they get a good coach, they do something that that coach isn't equipped to do every time. So it is what it is. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's go to – let's go to the Magic.
1: They got Ben Carroll Yeah. Uh,
2: great. I, I think it's a great pick for this roster, which – with last four drafts, they've gotten some six four guards, and like last four drafts in a row before this. Yeah. Um. Uh, another team. I'm I'm not sure where they're going, but I can see them trying to initiate some kind of system with this team. I see they're trying to get a lot of length. They're trying to establish some length. Trying to get guards that kind of do. Um, that can fit into a certain kind of playing style. RJ Hampton is is fast. Suggs, really athletic. You know, Cole Anthony is athletic. We got these guys who pretty good competitors. Um, the Wagner brothers, competitors. I, I like how, again, another team that I like the bones of, but I'm not sure what this team needs to um, be a playoff team.
0: What do you think? I'm going to be honest. I don't like their bones. Like this is – with the Knicks, I've seen some success. I've seen some kind of formula to like how it could work. And like to me, they just went to the playoffs the year before. Brunson could improve what they did that year a lot. Mm -hmm. With here, like I'm excited if Bancaro is really that good. I'm excited to see Suggs play more. Yeah. But like they've already I've already lost excitement in Cole Anthony.
2: Mhm. <laughs> you know, is someone else is going to jack. Wagner Wagner is
0: good, but I don't care to see him go somewhere else and do the same thing.
1: Um uh, okay.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I this team has like they're bottom in the league in direction.
2: I'm definitely am definitely in the league in direction. But I, I think that they're doing a better job of – like, I can actually see their effort. I don't really even see the Knicks' effort to build the system. I just think, like, they have guys who go out there and outplay people and and it gets them some wins. But Orlando, I think they're trying to – they're trying to build the system before they build the – like, before they get the players to outplay people, I guess like they're doing it in a different way than the the Knicks are doing it to me. Um, they're a lot younger uh and they even trade trade to get younger and the Knicks just kind of just don't even do that. Right? I'll
0: tell you I'll tell you what the real difference is to me cuz I I don't disagree with you. I think the drafting makes mm-hmm. the difference. That the Orlando's a better drafting team. Yeah, even though I think Orlando to me looks like they have less direction than the Knicks. The Knicks mm-hmm. draft guys that not only don't fit the direction, they won't fit any direction.
3: Right. That's, that's a good point. Orlando
0: man. gets guys. Cole Anthony, I don't really like, but he could go off. Hmm. Bro, Nidlikina is supposed to defend. He defends like once every two years.
2: At least when he I was know. there.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I,
2: again, and then they trade every other draft pick. Yeah. a year into their career, basically.
0: Yeah, so, that's that's why yeah. the Knicks are finally starting to have good bones is
2: because Quickly was a good pick. Barrett was a, yeah, and, a potentially good pick. And Toppin was a pretty good pick, too. I mean, he comes yeah. out there and gets – he could play on any team. Toppin could fit any team. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm excited to see what Orlando does, honestly, now that they may be – fully healthy because they're another team that deals with random injuries i'd like to see if they do anything as a young team but i don't think they're going to be competitive for a while still i, I think Bancaro might have a good season going to the plan no 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 plan i don't think so i don't think so
1: um how good do you think Bancaro can be though what do you think possible um, stat line I think he could be rookie of the year.
0: I could see uh, twenty-one and around like seven. Yes, yeah, fair. Yeah. I, I could think see
2: he, him being rookie of the year
1: too. He 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 seems to have
0: worked on the like the the skills he already had that could translate well in the league. Mm-hmm. His range looks yeah. a little bit better. He looks a little bit more comfortable pulling up over shorter guys. So I, I think yeah. he's going to score a lot. I
2: think so too. I think so. And I think the NBA is a better place to use your versatility than college. Yeah. Because I really didn't like him playing center at Duke a lot of times. But now he can really play small forward, power forward, and it not be so awkward. Uh, You know, he he can play positionless, really, in that forward role.
0: He he looks kind of like basic, to be honest. Like, just the way he scores is very simple a lot of the time. Uh, He doesn't do too much work, which I think will fit them well because they got a lot of guys who take shots.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Similar. I mean, Eric Gordon was a little bit similar. And so they needed him to take more shots. But he had a he had a uh, scoring package that was didn't require the ball for a long time. Yeah, I think Bankero can be that kind of player, too. All right. uh, Moving on. Let's see. Where do you want to go next? Uh Wizards. Sure. Okay. Um, what do you think? You go ahead with this one.
0: You lead. Decent off season, similar to last year. Uh yeah. Like it's it's weird. They often make moves that they don't like they don't, they're not a leap in how much better they could be, but they're like a very slight improvement. Mm-hmm. And like Morrison Barton to me is is exactly that. Yeah, it's a slight roster improvement. For them to really like, for them to fill out any sort of potential I have for them, a lot of the questionable picks are gonna have to step up.
2: Like uh, Kispert and... Kispert, who's already
0: hurt. I don't know if he's going to be ready for the first game. I don't
2: think so.
0: Uh, Avdia is finally going to have to start, like, doing something consistently.
2: Yeah.
0: Hachimura is going to have to contribute on the court because he's often out there just filling up clock and doing nothing. Yep. Uh, and Gafford's going to have to stay on the court, which I can't even tell you if that's him or the coaching. Yeah, he gets infallible very easily as well. Uh- the, the problem with this team to me is like they've had a solid enough roster to be competitive. They just don't defend at all. Mm-hmm. At all. I don't know what happened a couple years ago, like when when Wall really got hurt. The defense just like fell off a cliff. Yeah, and they haven't defended since. So I, I really can't, I can't put a positive spin on how good they could be. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
2: Um, to your first point, I definitely agree. I, I think for some reason they're a team that doesn't really move with uh, as much patience as I think they could. Maybe they're afraid of going into purgatory as like some of the other teams, but. A lot of the big trades they make they let last one year and then they do something about it like uh obviously the Westbrook one year it was over uh Montrezl, one year it was over uh k c p one year done so, uh so they haven't always moved incrementally forward but um I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this trade was really for. Was it to put more points on the board with Barton? Um, Because obviously, like you said, not to play defense because Morris and Barton, neither one of them are great defenders. (laughs) No.
0: Uh, The Porzingis trade was like, like yeah, it it looks cool. Beal and Porzingis seem like they would be fun, but is it gonna win games?
2: I don't really think so. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure, and and I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure how long they're going to uh, let the Porzingis thing last. Like, I could I could easily see them trading Porzingis midseason this year, and I, I wouldn't be shocked. But I, he didn't get a chance to play with Beale really, right, last season at all. So I think they're going to give that a shot, but it might not last long. So I'm with you. It is hard to tell. But this team, if they're playing their absolute best, like, in theory, like, on paper – I think they're a really competitive team in the East, but a lot of their trades are just that on paper. On paper, the Porzingis yeah. and Beal looks great. On paper, having Barton, adding Barton there sounds pretty cool. Um, Morris is a big shot maker. On paper, that's cool too. But when you see it out there at the same time, yeah, it doesn't work sometimes. But yeah, I don't they- know. I, I think they, I see them as a playing team this year probably yeah, a, a nine, I
0: wouldn't be surprised. Even. I wouldn't be surprised. They're, they're another team, like, if they stay healthy, I think they'll be fine.
3: Yeah.
0: They'll be one of, like, what Charlotte was last year. They'll win a lot of big games, lose a lot of, like, easy games. But you'll yeah. see the potential
2: and the firepower.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It just won't come together every night.
2: Yeah, I, I think they're probably going to be a team that if they're shooting great, they may beat somebody by 40, but if they're shooting bad, they'll get beat by 40. So in the same way, same thing you said, but just I think it'll all come down to how they're shooting. And I don't think you want a team like that, like a full yeah. roster like that. Unless you're the Warriors that can do a lot of other things, but they rely so much on Beal scoring, and then just they're going to have to rely on Beal and Barton scoring now. And then relying on them taking good shots, which is
4: another it's,
0: yeah, it's weird. Like certain task. just because they had a weird year last year with the mm-hmm. injuries, like Kuzma got way better than they thought he would. So now yep. that's going to be weird. Like Kuzma was a lot of times the best player on the floor for them. Yeah, even even like when Beal started struggling, Kuzma kind of stepped up. So mm-hmm. I I don't know how the dynamic is going to click, but I'm excited to see it.
2: Me too. I'm excited to see it. I, I like their best, you know, best five they can put out there. I definitely want to see that five on the floor at the same time. Yes, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, especially when with Beal, with Kuzma being, um, you know, emerging as a scorer, adding Beal to that, again, is going to question the shot distribution there. And I think that's probably going to be their biggest challenge this season. Yeah between Barton, Kuzma, and Beal, who are solely scorers. They do nothing else on the offensive end. They're not assist yeah. people. They don't set screens. They don't even really move without the ball that well. Beal used no. to, and like he stopped after they traded Wall. Ball. He just stopped being <laughs> yeah, they've,
0: they've had a weird yeah, adjustment so. since Wall. Wall's career there kind of abruptly ended, so mm-hmm. uh, they've struggled to adjust. But uh, last point I'll make is... People telling me that uh, their Johnny Davis could be horrible.
1: That's what I'm hearing.
0: That is what I'm hearing.
2: Oh, It's been multiple people. <laughs> right. We'll see, I guess. I don't know how long. I mean, I don't know what they can do about it. Right? If they I mean, play him at do? the
0: one, they're setting him up for failure, no question.
2: Right. And he's a lottery pick, so, I mean, they can't just waive him. I don't, like, I don't know what they just move him down to the, the bench. They'll bury him at the bench, yeah. Yeah. There's point guards out there they could pick up, though. I'm not going to get too deep into that. And also, uh, with the shot distribution, what does Porzingis do? He just watches all this? All that? Because he's not really an elite rebounder.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I imagine what he did in Dallas, he'll probably do here. It's kind of the same thing. A waste some money.
3: It'll look good though. That. Like
0: there, there's some nights where his range is feeling good, so he'll pop out and hit it like a couple of behind the line threes, and the yeah. spacing will look like incredible for a second. Yeah, I can
2: see you, that. you know, the spacing will look great for a bunch of jump shooters. Of course, it just doesn't help. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's, it's strange. It's not a. I'm with you. It's really not a good combination when you really think about the game, but with the names it, it sounds great Beal, it's, just, it's,
0: wow. it's actually it's similar to Orlando in New York it's just like a better talented roster
1: mm-hmm.
0: like significant as proven talented guys on the roster
2: and Porzingis being like that and bill still still being Batman still taking 25 shots a game is just not I don't think that's how you want your team to be Like, we've always talked about Beal maybe getting traded and moving to, like, a second, like, a robin role on a lot of teams. But if he still has to be what he's been doing, trying to lead the league in scoring, average 28 points a game, and have guys who just are out there just watching him, it's not going to – you guys aren't going to get any better. So
1: Yeah.
2: We'll see. We'll see. Okay.
1: Let's go to Detroit. Uh, this is where my hot take lies, by the way. Um, really good young team.
2: Are, are they the youngest team in the league now? They were be. last
1: year, so
0: they got to be top three.
2: Yeah, between them and uh, maybe the trades for Houston might have made Houston a little bit older. But, yeah, they're they're really young. Um, they added... Bagley in the middle of last season, they added Bogdanovich from the jazz. They added. Did they have Rodney Magruder last year? Yes. Sure.
1: Yes. They did. Yes.
2: They added added Kevin Knox by trade. They added Alec Burks by trade. They added Nerlens Noel by trade. And I believe they're waving Kimba. Uh, but they have Kemba right now on the roster, but they're probably going to waive Kimba. And they drafted Jaden Uh to go along with Cade that they had last season, who kind of ran the one for them. But obviously, we'll move to a two with Ivy there. And they also drafted Jalen Duran, which is a high flying shot blocking center. Looked really, really good.
1: Um, What do you think? you think this team is primed to take off? No.
0: To be honest, and I thought about this during Summer League. I don't know if we Uh, we might have talked about it, maybe not, but uh, like thinking back to how they played last year,
4: you'd
1: swear they wouldn't take a point guard in the draft. Yeah, I mean – just
2: because Cade's numbers were good doesn't mean that the game, you know, they they played good with him at the one, though, right?
0: But they like they improved as he did over the course of the year. That's true. That's definitely and, true. And yeah. I'm not saying it's because he was the one. I really don't. Not to the what I saw. Mm-hmm. The reason, like their their chemistry got better to me is why they started winning more games. Yeah, it is. Uh, they they battled every night. I, I thought Casey did a great job to be honest, especially the second half of the year.
2: He did. He's a really, really good coach. And I mean, this is a, there's a lot of talent on this team. There was a lot of talent last year too. So, yeah. so I could see them like, I could see them being better than I think.
0: Mm-hmm. But do I think their ceiling is high? Like maybe, like I talked about with Houston on the last episode. Yeah. No, not nowhere close to that. Mm-hmm. That's my problem with them is I, I just don't see their ceiling being high. You you bring in Ivy, who's really out of control, to a guy you just forced to play the one, even though he didn't look comfortable playing the one. Right. So why did you force him to play it all year? It, it didn't help any right. of your other guys get
2: better. And the pick the year before last was a point guard for them. Killian Hayes that they just he finally got healthy. They've been waiting for him to get healthy so he could take over. And he's like a and bench they piece for them. Mm-hmm he's
0: he hasn't even been like in the league 2 years and he's like a guaranteed right. bench piece for them yeah yeah so I, i'm not excited about like their upside to be honest because i just again this is another team i don't understand the direction i agree um i'm not sure what
2: they do with the with the trades that they made. Like, I'm not sure if Bogdanovich stays there. I don't know if that was just a cap uh, release for the Jazz. I'm not sure if Noel and Burks stay there. But, if they do, I like that they're getting, they're filling out the positions depth-wise. Like, now they have two solid bigs, well, three solid bigs with Stewart there. I, I like what Stewart's done for them. They have Good forwards with Bagley, with Bay, with Bogdanovich, with uh I say someone else. You know Knox. Knox comes in sometimes. They have good guards. They have Burks, they have Cade, they have uh Corey Joseph, they have you know established veteran. Again, Bogdanovich is guard forward, whatever. I like that they're filling out their depth chart, but um yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. What the recipe is for this team to win, other than just out shooting people, out shooting teams, or just you know not turning yeah. the ball over.
0: Yeah, and um, go ahead.
2: good ahead. no, you got it. I, I just
0: think I don't like not being able to picture how two guys will play together. Mm-hmm. And yes, Ivy, Ivy and Cunningham, and I yeah, I'm like, Cade was such a good pick and roll player to me, like. He was. I don't want to see Ivy in the corner.
2: Regardless of what position Cade is at, he's a ball-dominant player. If he's at the two, he's a ball-dominant ISO pick-and-roll player for sure, no matter what. And with Ivy really not being a good shooter, not being a great cutter, and I hinted this to you the other day, but Ivy is, my, is on my bus alert for sure. Like If there's going to be a bus this year, I think it's going to be Ivy. And to, like you said earlier, he's completely out of control. I don't know. You know, in the past, the most athletic player in college rarely meant you were going to be the most athletic player in the NBA. And a lot of times, the guys who became the most athletic players in the NBAs weren't necessarily the most athletic player in college. Um, so I think that they're banking on his athleticism, like carrying his game. I haven't really seen it, you know. I haven't really seen it to the point where I think, oh, he's a, a freak over like other NBA players, you know. Yeah, like and, when Jaw was. Jumping that's from the, the one extreme. That
0: was the extreme because Ja was the best athlete in college, and he got to the yeah. league and was one of the best athletes.
2: <laughs> but he wasn't just an athlete. He was a- averaging a triple double in college, so that, that was like he was doing a lot of other skillful things where you are like whoa yeah he's a freak because he's doing other things not just being the fastest guy out there like Westbrook I don't remember Westbrook being like mind-blowingly athletic in college They're and uh crazy if
0: uh, if Ja had the bigs that Jaden had he would have been a final four uh he would have had a final four appearance yeah
2: yeah and the thing is he was the most the most athletic player in the Murray State's
3: conference. Of
2: course. Like, so, Of course, he looks like a monster there. I mean, he still is a monster, but it was more defined. It looked more like he was the most athletic player in college because he was planning in a week, weaker conference. But we'll see what happens. I don't like drafting, banking on athleticism, but the team has a lot of talent. Individually, they have a lot of talent, and they have a lot of guys who you're unsure – they have unsure ceilings, like you said, with this team. Like, I, I don't know how good Sadiq Bey can be, but I don't think he can be as good as he can be on the Pistons. Yeah. But from what I've seen, it, I, I can't really gauge how good he can be, though, because it looks like he's a great sometimes. He can put up 40, and then sometimes it just looks like he's just a strong 3 and D guy Yeah. on uh, this team. Bagley, we're still waiting to see what his ceiling could be.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't um, even want to predict whether he fits or
2: not. <laughs> yeah, so and he looks good for them at the end of the last season. I really liked uh him his addition to the team. I, I think that's another uh shout out to Casey because um no other coaches were really giving him a shot.
0: Yeah, man. I, I really don't want to take away from guys playing well last year because again, I like their chemistry was so good. Like Josh Jackson was playing well for them. He was. And he sucks. I don't know. He's on I just saw where he was. Damn it. He just made the roster too, but uh, wherever he is, he's still like league capable. Mm-hmm. But he sucks at the same time.
2: Yeah. I, I think he was on the Raptors. And I, I think um I think they might have waived him. I think they picked the Raptors picked him up, I think. No. Oh,
0: they they did wave him? Oh, I thought he made the final op- opening night roster.
2: I'm not, I'm not sure. I'd have to check. But I remember him going to the Raptors. I remember them thinking...
0: Either way, uh, on the Raptors, he go. won't touch the floor.
2: Right. Now, I don't know. He doesn't put enough effort out there for the Raptors. No. For how they play. Well, let's just segue to the Raptors, then. Okay. Um... I don't know any of their draft
1: picks this year. Did they even have any? I don't think so.
2: They got um, some nice pickups, though. Obviously, they uh bringing back Scotty Barnes, uh, rookie, second rookie of the year voting, I think. Um, Otto Porter Jr. they picked up, which is nice pickup. They got Wancho Hernan Gomez. I think they picked him up at the end of last season. Um, other than that Villano Vanden that that's they been playing really good in the uh, preseason games other than that they're bringing back kind of the same core they've had for like the last four years or so which um since the championship
4: yeah. which has
2: been you know out uh, they've had more effort than most teams they play they've been really successful in the seasons regular seasons they always finish well, but playoff comes and they just don't seem to have the talent to get past the, uh, you know, real contenders. <clears throat> what do you what do you think they do as a team that makes it to the playoffs but is still really far from a contender? How do you? They get out they of that defend team? all year. Yeah, they do.
0: So like their their play style, it sucks because if. I mean you saw it. Kawhi gets there, they they win the championship with a talent like DeRozan, they were LeBron not existing that close away from an, probably another title. Yeah. So this team has been close. I still think they're close.
2: I think they're close too. I think they, they still are missing just that one go to guy. They don't they don't really have a go-to yes. guy. They just have a lot of good players.
0: Yes. And this is uh And this is a lot more of a positive outlook than than I had with Sacramento and Darren Fox. This is, Siakam has got to show that he's he's the number one guy. Yeah. Every, every, it's like, this is like the third year in a row, he looks like a top tier number two. But the Raptors don't, the Raptors need anything but a number two. They need somebody like, truly emerge, truly dominate the mismatch. And he just yeah. like, he can't, he hasn't been able to.
1: The Raptors are a team that is truly. They are truly suffering
2: the super team era because there's a lot of guys that are on the quote unquote super teams that if you move them to the Raptors, Raptors may go right to the finals. Yep. Jimmy Butler, you move Paul George to the Raptors, they go right to the finals.
1: You move Jaylen Kawhi Brown. back to the Raptors. You put Jalen
2: Brown on there. You put Jalen Brown on there. They're uh, super elite, super contenders. We're taking them. So, but, and those guys, at least those guys are homegrown in Boston. But the guys who have been moving around a lot that, you know, put any of the Nets players on Toronto, they're completely, they're a contender. Any of the top three on the Nets. Um, Trying to think of the other teams that are, you know, you put AD on the Raptors. They're, you know, if he's healthy, they're a contender. There's just a lot of teams that have been formed by guys just moving. They just move, they don't move to Toronto. That's it. Yeah. Um. So they're in a different kind of purgatory where it's like, yeah, let's just keep going to the playoffs to get spanked. Kind of like the Conley Grizzlies era they go right to the playoffs every year seventh seed and get worked in the first round
0: their upside is a little more because uh scotty barnes has shown like to be a a much better pick than they thought at least initially absolutely yeah and and Ananobi has gotten a lot better in his time there yeah So, so i still like they're a safe pick to be a playoff team to me oh for sure
1: for sure they are
0: Uh, I I can't imagine they start slow like they did last year. Yeah. And, you know, if it wasn't for Boston being as hot as they were this second half of the year, Toronto would – and if Toronto had a better playoff showing, they'd be just as hyped up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because you got to imagine Barnes takes a step forward. Yeah. Um, I think adding Otto Porter is a sneaky, perfect fit for them because they play a real versatile game. They play a spread out game. I could see a, a driving kick from Van Vliet to uh, Otto Porter is, you know, a really good play for Otto Porter. It's a good shot, his shot. They can get his shots on this team. Yeah. Uh, the other problem for them
0: is yeah. matchups. They still don't have a center above 6'8.
2: No, they don't. And they try to throw Boucher out there as a center. And no. It's really, no, he's a really super not. forward. He's a, yeah. he's
0: a great forward. Uh, precious Achua, I think, is a good forward. Mm-hmm. But he's a forward. Yeah. He's not a center. All right. And All right. you saw it with Embiid, man. Like, yeah, you slowed him down a little bit. And Again, it, it shows their potential because Siakam steps up and they get back in the series, essentially.
2: Yeah. They slowed Embiid down a little bit, and and he was playing hurt.
0: Right. So – but not yeah. having a center, you're not beating Milwaukee without a center. You probably won't nope. beat Miami without a center.
2: Nope.
0: So, nope. The, just the off matchups alone, you're struggling.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. You probably you won't beat Boston without a center. Right. Yeah, and not not necessarily someone who needs to score, but someone who can't protect the paint and someone who doesn't open it up a little bit uh, on offense. If if my centers can just sleep on the inside we're getting all the rebounds you know is they're gonna have a hard time even uh, Cleveland oh yeah yeah if you don't have someone that makes Jerry Allen get out the paint you're not getting any layups Dude, yeah you're struggling yeah yeah um I like Toronto I like the franchise uh Nick Nurse has done a, a pretty good job there really good job there got a lot of vets and I I just don't know if they ever get that trade. Beal's another one. If Beal went there, they'd go right to the finals, I think.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. They but
2: just, They just need a surefire bucket.
0: I, I like the position they're in because, like, to to kind of wait for your still fairly young best player to potentially be good enough, like, yeah. it, it's a better situation than what a lot of teams go through, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think Barnes is almost in – I mean, the team's not as good, but he's in a similar spot to where Kawhi was when Kawhi was young, where it's like, yeah, this team is really good, but if you get really good, this team can almost be unstoppable. Um,
4: yeah.
2: So, yeah, I, but I think they're also in a place where if they did add something where there was, no, there was less pressure on Barnes to be the best player, I think they'd be even better, and Barnes could – gradually you know get to that that point like Kawhi did. But um, yeah. I like Barnes a lot though. I love how he plays. I love he plays with energy. He's fast, uh strong. I mean he's a beast. He's yeah, fun I to mean, watch.
0: Trent Trent looked elite for them a lot.
2: He did. he did. He did. He did. And and he's he's a strange one that they use they use really well. But he's someone – it's hard to tell what position he should be in or what spot, what role he should be in on the team. Because you look at him – we mentioned last podcast kind of about six men. You look at him, he's like the a good prototype as a six-man for most teams. But they have to have him at, um, you know, starting at shooting guard because they just don't have anything like that. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know what I like? He's like an old-school uh... – He's not really an old school player, but like, like he really doesn't dribble till he starts heating up. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden his bag, like he's like a J.R. Smith kind of like, he sees the ball, he gets a cut layup. And all of a sudden he's like playing with the ball.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Um, he, uh, he also doesn't really dunk until he gets hot. Yeah. Like he'll hit three threes. And then the one that you run out there for, and he goes by you, he goes and tries to dunk on somebody and like, Last year, he randomly had like three posters in like a month, just from out of nowhere. Like, whoa, he could do that. Yeah,
0: so uh, I really think if their core group, if their top like six stay healthy, they're probably going to be a high seed too because they're they're going to have great chemistry majority of the year.
1: They're a very very good regular season team. Very very good. Very good. Okay,
2: Uh, let's move to. That's everyone who didn't make it right. Oh, Charlotte. Let's go to Charlotte. Yeah, let's go to Charlotte. And then Indiana that after.
1: Um Charlotte, man. Charlotte. They did nothing in the off season, didn't they? They just lost people. That's really it.
2: They Yeah, let's see. They got Dennis with Junior. Theo Maladon.
0: I mean, that's you. You you're getting a guy just to put fans in the seats at that point, <laughs> the local
2: fans.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Someone you you probably can keep long term. He's back home. Yeah, that's it though. They, they drafted Mark Williams
1: at a Duke, right? Did he go? To, yeah, he went to Duke, right?
4: Yeah.
2: Um, that's it, man. This team is is a team that is primed for, like, a, a major trade, I think. Like, I think they're gearing up for it. They just don't know who to do it with yet. Obviously, they're committing to LaMelo. But I'd be surprised if by the end of – by the beginning of next season that this is the same roster, that their starters are still there. Like, I, I think – you look, Think about the package they could put together with um, Terry, Kelly Oubre, and P.J. Washington, three young, talented guys. I mean, I think that's something that a lot of teams would say, all right, we'll take it because they're in the ultimate purgatory, which is like I'm not sure if they're better than Orlando looking at this team.
0: The problem is their organization has gotten luckier. And has done less with that luck.
2: Mm-hmm. That's fair.
0: Like, to me, and I guess you could say Brid- Miles Bridges kind of fucked up their direction. You know, by because mm. he did seem to have a lot of upside. If Miles Bridges was still there, I'd be a lot more like, okay, I could see why you'd run it back. A uh, number of guys could potentially get better. But still... Mm-hmm. Like, this was a team that got – they got to the play-in and got destroyed.
1: Yeah. And if I don't – if it, I remember correctly, they played both games.
2: Yeah, they, they were the seventh and got dropped down.
0: Yeah. You know, so, like, their de- their defense was atrocious. hmm Like, their the, – the fact that they were 500 was,
1: uh, like, a borderline miracle. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, guys that were hurt were tearing him up all year. Yeah.
0: So I just I, – I hate that they did nothing in the offseason because that, to me, you kind of ignored a solid up-and-coming roster. Yeah. Like now you're just running it back. You're probably going to be worse because mm-hmm. you lost the keep – you lost a number of, you know, pieces to the roster – do yeah. I think your commitment, you got a new coach? Do I really think you got that much better? No.
1: And Steve Clifford, was he there before? He was, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I, I don't know why I don't
2: see what the Hornets see in LaMelo. Like, I think LaMelo is good. I just don't think he's that like, good. Yeah, as far as him being your franchise player, I just don't see it. You know, the All-Star was good because his numbers were good. Because the team was on a little bit of a streak. But we, I mean, last two years we've been saying Miles Bridges should have had an All-Star nod, And then LaMelo comes and has some decent numbers and he goes right to it.
3: Bro, he's just a fun player. I
2: was going to say, I get it. He's Showtime. You know, he, he the flashy passes, he's flashy, looks, he looks flashy, flashy shoes, everything. I get all that, but as far as on the court, being your franchise guy, it's, it's not there for me. Bro, he um, was
0: atrocious in that first play-in game.
2: He was. Like, he was bad. Horrible. Basically, every time they played a really, really good team, he, wasn't, he didn't bring it. And I, I think they have other guys who do compete. I, Terry Rozier, I've never seen Terry Rozier not compete. I think P.J. Washington comes out there and competes. I think he's really versatile. I think he's good. You know, Kelly Oubre is always looking to dunk on somebody, always looking to embarrass somebody somehow. Um, Cody Martin is another guy, the Martin twin. He's, he competes every night, but it's they just don't have enough enough structure. They don't have enough they just don't
1: have enough.
0: And you see the difference. Talent. Miami's a good parallel because at Miami's best, the the Martin Twin looks like a fucking sixth man for them. Yeah. Meanwhile, no matter how good Charlotte plays, the Martin Twin comes out there and he's just out there.
2: And they're, just I would say they're hard. equal. And
0: they're, and they're yeah, equal. that's what I'm saying. To me, yeah. they're not. One yeah. is not way better than the other. But Miami's yeah. structure puts a guy who plays really hard like that, who can do multiple
1: things, can go yeah. off. Yep.
0: And in Charlotte, he's just there, filling the roster.
2: Yeah. And also, with with Charlotte, I don't think that the players are really in the right places to succeed. I think Terry Roger takes, has the ball way too much. I don't really like the spread out and the mellow just like there's like a – uh, uh, five out with the ball. Like He just tries to make something happen and get somebody open. He's really not that kind of point guard to me. Um, And it just gets sloppy. The team is just sloppy. I, I think this team is going to be really bad this year. I think this is the year that they're going to really have to make a decision because I think that they're going to be shocked when teams like Detroit and teams like Orlando beats the crap out of them.
0: And my thing is like, they're going to have to make that trade, but it's going to be too late because the culture is not there. Yep. And, and I could see it being like Sacramento. Like, yeah, Sabonis is a great pickup, but if you don't know how to play, you're still going to lose.
2: Yeah, and you have a good point guard. If he's just going to be running around, you know, trying to get stats, then it's not going to help.
0: Yeah, man, I, I really yeah. don't like how random he plays. Romelo? Yeah, man. Like, he'll just yeah. jack eight threes just because he's kind of open one night.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, other night, he'll try like every highlight lob he can. Mm-hmm. And then another night, he's just under control, taking good shots.
1: Yeah. I'm like, yeah, and, why and can't I get that guy?
2: They need someone to. I don't mean this, I guess, for a lack of a better word. They need someone that he has to submit to on the court, whereas, like, all right, you're done with that for the day. Like, they don't have anyone that does that to him. Yeah. And I shouldn't say, like, a person has to say something to him, but I'm saying that there's someone that's obviously more talented than him that he knows, all right, it's his time now. Like, I'm good. I tried something. It didn't work. Let's play our game now. And they don't really have that because, unfortunately, Terry Roger does a very similar thing. Just not to the detriment of the team like LaMelo's is, because Lamelo plays the point. But, I mean Gordon Hayward, I'm not sure if Gordon Hayward is ever gonna play a full season, like for the rest of his career at this point. So doubtful. I don't really have anything to say about him. <laughs> unfortunately. If Steve Clifford uh,
0: can get them to play defense, they'll they'll be a play-in competitor.
2: Mm, I'm, I'm gonna disagree. But I'm not going to be surprised if that happens. Yeah. But I'm going to say, I, I have no idea which aliens took Kelly Oubre's powers from him. <laughs> Three years ago, Kelly Oubre was, everyone he was Ubre,
0: insanely hot and cold player.
2: Yeah. I mean, his last year in Phoenix, there was no team in the league that didn't want Kelly Oubre. I know. And then now it's like, yo, who would want Kelly Oubre?
0: Did he's <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll shoot like 60% for a month and then like twenty for the next month.
2: Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's really, really strange. It's really strange. All right. Uh Pacers. Indiana Pacers. Uh
0: I gotta be honest. i this is the team I'm least like I least care about in the league right now. Really? Without a second, Spurs being number one.
1: Hey, uh, okay.
0: Go ahead. Tell me more. This team is like the – they are the opposite of having direction. Of having what? Of having direction. direction. They, they, they're they like yeah. the opposite. They try things to not have direction. Yeah. I mean – Yeah, they're making a lot like, of moves to not have direction. Orlando keeps some guys to keep some of the rotation consistent year to year. I mean, New New York has done that. The Wizards do that. Detroit has done that. Yeah. Indiana wants
1: to move everybody who's a competent starter or bench player. It is really weird that they do that. Why
0: Why in the world were they the team that was excited to get Halliburton? I have no idea. What, what like, who's out there that you're looking at alongside Halliburton? Like, wow, man. Like, this is going to be a, a dynamic lineup at some point. The,
2: the, weird, the weirdest part about them is that the team, the players they have aren't bad. Like, if you if you put them together somehow you could put together, Oh, this isn't that bad of a team, you know, they never play everybody. They never play like the full roster of guys. They're like start buddy and then sit buddy for the next, like start buddy in the first quarter then sit them for the next three quarters. So I don't even know. They just throw random guys out there. They keep trying different guys. And like you said, they trade every decent vet that they have. It's, It's a strange thing because they're really not bad enough to me to be in, like, the instant tank uh, scenario. Not to me. It's almost
0: like Larry wants to, like, purge the roster hard enough for them to be awful and really have, like, a lock, a number one pick year. Yeah. And they, they keep playing too good for
2: that. Exactly. That's what. It, that's exactly what it's like. And I don't understand why they keep trying. And just go with what you have. This is defense squad.
0: Like you've, I've seen you pick. You don't have to be in the top five to
2: get solid players. Well, oh, right. Listen to this. Listen to this squad. They have, obviously, they have Halliburton, um, T.J. McConnell, Tris Duarte, who I really, really like. Then they have Buddy. Then they have uh, Isaiah Jackson, who's played well for them at times. Uh, O'Shea Brissett, who's played really well for them at times. They have James Johnson, the the vet. Then they have Jalen Smith, who was great last year for Phoenix. They have Daniel Tice, who we know is a starter caliber. Well, has been a starter caliber. He shouldn't be starting, but, you know, we know how good Daniel Tice is. They have Miles Turner. And then they have the rookie, Matherin, who – Looks fantastic! Like <laughs> that team could be a competitive team. I'm not saying they're a contender, but they could
0: be a good team. I know, and it killed me last year because I thought Carlisle coming in, like I'm um, like this team is like it's easy to put together and make competitive.
2: And they they just let Warren walk out the door, right? They could have brought Warren back to this team for nothing. And, yeah. Like I don't yeah, understand for
0: why for low risk, high reward. You like you give completely give up on Depot, even though you could have had the same situation.
2: You're not going anywhere anyway. I know, and they got Mathurin, who looks a lot like Depot when he's out there. To be honest, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know why they're doing this. They don't need to tank, but they're tanking. So. That's the strangest thing. They've been just trying to get rid of their best players. The two best players, Buddy and Turner, they've been trying to get rid of them for like three years. Dude, I if, if they, they could, could just say, hey, I'll get
0: Russ. If that really happens, disaster. I'd be disgusted with them.
2: I, I don't know. I don't even know what they do with him. Russ and Mathurin may end up being a, one of the better backcourts in the East. Like, I'm not saying that would happen, but I'm saying – For no reason at what,
0: all, yeah.
2: Yeah, based on what's happened in the past, that's what happens. They go out there and they have Carlisle, who's a championship coach, a coach of the year, former coach of the year. And they just bring him in and, like, hey, run this team into the ground somehow, but they look great. Like, again, they,
0: great, they, they hired a coach where any competent roster or organization – I'd have been, like, great hire. Like, this is exactly who you should have got. Yeah. But they're, like, the only team. I'm like, why did you get
2: one of the best coaches in the league? For what? Who has never really had, a, like, a, a team of, you know, a team this young. He's never had a team this young before. And normally in the past, he's done great with these veteran teams. I just need a quick change of direction. Thought I was the guy. But this yeah. – I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. And I've, I actually really like this roster. I mean, you look at it. Dwayne I mean, Casey's
0: a good coach, and it's taking him a long time to start winning. It has,
2: yeah.
4: Like,
0: but, like rebuilds like with draft-based rebuilds are, are so hit and miss that, yeah. like, you have to have some kind of committed direction or, you know, you're looking at Indiana or some of these other teams.
2: And one one thing that's dangerous about the draft-based rebuilds is because you'll get a good pick that becomes your go-to guy, and then you'll get another pick that should be a go-to guy, and then they can't coexist together. Like, that's happened a lot of times. I yeah. can't think of one like, right off the top of my head, but let's say this Matherin dude, who we'll talk about l- later again, but let's say he averages 20 22 then they go get another top five pick and now matherin isn't averaging 22 because this new guy needs to average 22 and then it just may not mesh and then you have to trade matherin and then it's another disaster so well i don't know i like where they are but they're gonna try to make the trade and they're gonna try to tank and it's gonna be a weird season for them so they, and the crazy thing is they went from being like a, a team that could shock somebody in the playoffs to, all right, forget it. Let's just end it. Let's just blow it up. And like a one season, it felt like, well, Oladipo's injury is what made them do that,
1: I think. But, yeah. yeah. No, even, yeah, yeah, the injury, yeah, yeah.
0: But they like hung on to him for a while and waited for him to come back. And then were like, all right, now he's a trade asset. Like, yeah.
1: What is he a trade? Like, what are you making these moves for? That's
2: a good good question. Very good question. All right. Uh now it's time for playoff teams. Yes. Well, Cleveland was in the play was in the play in, so we can start with them. Uh but we talked about them a lot over the summer. Getting yeah. to Donovan Mitchell.
0: makes some uh one of
2: my favorite. One of my favorite trades uh because i mean he's arguably the best player that got moved over the summer um, and this team was is on the verge of getting somewhere um they're not they're not quite to contention but they're I think they're the second tier yeah they're the next tier yeah they're like the so they beat you in the first round could get swept in the first round area, I guess. But adding Donovan, an, a bona fide go-to guy to this team, um, it looks really nice, man. I I, I like how the roster is forming up. We mentioned earlier they still have some holes, uh, but I think they have a really good combination of young guys and vets that may be the best combination of young guys and vets in the East um, between, you know – Love Lavert is now a vet. Jared Allen, I would say, is a vet now. And then those guys with Donovan, who's between young guy and vet. Darius Garland is a young guy. Okoro's young. Um, and you more vets with Neto, Rubio, Robin Lopez, and their core is young. Osman and Mobley. I I like their team, man. I do. I do. What do you think is their ceiling this year, though? What seed if they make it. You know the
0: I think I think even if they play one of the better contenders in the first round like Milwaukee, I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a tough series. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think because it's they're like a first-year group, you know, as far as the top to bottom, I yeah. think they're going to be they're probably going to have high and low stretches of the year. Mhm. And they're probably going to end up having like a extra tough road because um, they might be a lower seat or just might match up with somebody else who struggled more during the season. Yeah, uh, and I think I think they could
1: beat everybody in the East except Milwaukee. I think they'd have a tough time with Boston,
2: but I agree with everything else. Yeah. I, I think they could beat those teams. Um, and we mentioned them not having this run forward, which is gonna be tough, but they have the firepower and they have the inside defense is just locked down for them. I mean, between Allen and Mobley. I mean, even Robin Lopez has, has been a decent defender throughout his career. He won't be on the court that much, but for the little time he would be out there, he's a good pickup for them. Um they have great guards great ball movement and all their guys are are truly hungry and that's something you really can't say about a lot of the other teams even Orlando's a young team but I don't see all those guys as hungry as Lamar Stevens and um and Okoro and obviously we know Karis LeVert is always out there um always out there hungry those guys are out here trying to make a name for themselves in the league and they look good man. Solid staff, too. J.B. Bickerstaff has done a great job. Yeah, They got Luke Walton, who's better as an assistant coach. Uh, Sidney Lowe has been a good assistant coach his whole career. I like it. I like where they're going. It's crazy to think, like,
0: because Donovan kind of fills in the puzzle for them. Yeah, he does. Because my thoughts watching them in the play-in struggle to not be able to check Kyrie and KD – Mm-hmm. I'm watching I'm like wow like I like every pretty much everybody they got coming off the bench. Yeah. I like how I like the chemistry of their starters. Yeah. Like this this is essentially a championship roster once Donovan Mitchell completes the puzzle.
2: Yeah. Once they get to uh find a way to integrate the real Donovan, the peak Donovan that we know he can be. I I do think they're almost I mean, at least really close to being a championship roster. I, I agree. Yeah.
0: yeah. And It's funny. It's funny because we've kind of had the theme of some of these other organizations struggling to, to have direction. Cleveland, who would have thought? Who, if you had asked me four or five years ago that Cleveland of all these teams would have by yeah. far and away the best direction,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I would have been shocked. And I'm still shocked.
2: Me too, and, and you know they did a good job sneaking in on those three-way trades, right? Yeah, because they they got in on the Harden trade for LeVert and Allen, um, and I don't even remember what they gave up in that. But you could just see
0: the like the purpose of all the moves they made.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Versus Indiana, yep. where I, I see no purpose in any of the moves.
2: Right, because their moves haven't necessarily improve them they were actually made because they wanted to get worse
1: yeah and
2: it just happened to make them pretty good but these all these moves have been to make them better for sure yeah yeah i like it man i'm happy for donovan uh you know i i've been uh donovan champion on this podcast for a while now i hope he has a really good season and shows the doubters why he's Yeah, one of the best shooting guards in the league. And I'm going to be honest, I'm happy for Love because Love has
0: endured, you know, a a rebuild. Luckily, a quick one. But, yeah, I mean, he was on there when they were winning like 50, struggling to win 15, 20 games, you know, playing big minutes.
2: Yeah. And and also um, Rubio, who has been kind of been moving around as like a. As the old guy that can teach the young guys some things guy. And now he may be a sixth man on this team. Yeah. You know, or he may be a seventh man that really contributes to this team. Cause, you know, both of him and Garland are somewhat injury prone. So I mean, Garland could they may not have Garland the whole season. And Rubio is a great uh great replacement for him, you know, for certain stretches of games. Not saying the whole season, but you know, everybody misses games here and there. Yeah, Rubio's but- a good guy. They've had like you just see how quickly they have
0: depth now. You can mm-hmm. see that the championship bones have been there for years now.
1: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's go to uh, Where do you want to go next? Let's go to Chicago. Playoff teams, Chicago. Okay. Uh, Chicago has, I would say, at this point, my favorite roster
2: in the league because they just pretty much have all playable guys. And I don't think I can say that. It's definitely not for any of the teams that we've talked about so far. But you're looking at Patrick Williams, um, Javante Green, Tony, I'm just going bottom to the top. Tony Bradley, uh, they they got Rogic this year. They got Drummond. They got Kobe White, Derek Jones, Alex Caruso, and then the Sarders with Lonzo Ball, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic, and um, who did I miss? Oh, Zsoumo. So
1: they got a lot of firepower. Um, their young guys
2: have emerged very well. I mean, Kobe White uh miss, I want to say almost Did a you say full Caruso.
4: Season.
2: Yeah, I said Caruso, yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh Kobe White missed almost a full season. He came back, yeah. looked great. Never worried about it. I remember them, you know, him maybe on the trade block, but he came back, looked great, and found a way to still fit on this roster. Um, and I think that's something that Lily Donovan has done his whole career, was like, even with guys that maybe you would think shouldn't be on the team, he finds something for them to do out there. Like I've never seen guys on Billy Donovan's roster and thinking, oh, they need to trade that guy. Because for some reason he he figures out a place for them to still contribute. Like even yeah. his Thunder team had a bunch of guys who were like, why are they on this? They wouldn't make any other roster, but they're out here and they're playing well because he finds that spot for them, which is good. But – and I think they'll have a good regular season, but last year the playoffs were really, really disappointing. They're almost mm-hmm. gross. You know? Yeah. Um,
1: and you look at playing Mil- defense.
0: Milwaukee went into the next round and looked very mortal, especially without Middleton, but not against Chicago.
2: And Middleton got hurt in game four of this series, right? I think it went to five. I think he I just think didn't play was in the earlier. last one.
0: I think it was like three.
2: Game three, maybe.
0: Yeah, because I think I remember Chicago took a game and made it sort of as like two one, and it kind of was sneaking to be a series for the like the quickest second.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah? I think they took the first one in Chicago, and then
0: yeah. But either way, uh, Chicago is is very dangerous because their ceiling yeah. and their floor are very. Like, there's a lot of potential on both sides to me.
2: Yeah. They're a team that could have the best record in the East. And, you know.
0: Yeah. I think they could be a number one seed. I think they could look as good as any of the Eastern teams could look. Yeah. I also think they could look as messy as the Wizards might look.
1: Yes. I, I agree. can
0: very easily see uh, what happened last year being a fluke. As far as DeRozan being that hot for that long, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Levine being healthy all year—that's a tough gamble.
2: He missed a lot of games last season,
0: so Alonzo's probably out for the year already. We know that. Yeah, and while it's while hypothetically, like you know, Caruso, DeSunmu, Kobe White, like you you could fill in for Alonzo's absence. The problem Dragic. is none of those guys, even Drogic, none of those guys do what Lonzo does. Exactly, yeah. Where Elevate, if if the four guys with him are playing great, Lonzo makes him yeah. even better. Yep. None of those guys yeah. offer that. And, and that's where their chemistry looks so good, especially with Lonzo and Caruso out there, because those guys feed off of your best players playing well.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, I just you're you're
0: completely right their front court you reading out their roster their front court is still thin if I get Drummond yeah. with two if I get a uh, Drummond with two pump fakes you got to put Vucevic back out there early and we're just
2: going yeah. to work yeah I, I thought they were going to keep uh, Tristan Thompson which it doesn't look like they did but Tony Bradley sucks.
1: To.
2: yeah Tony Bradley's not it Tristan Thompson, if if they did keep him, him being their third would have been nice. But, yeah. yeah.
0: I, and I think I he sucks, team, and I, I completely agree.
2: Yeah, I don't know why this team is so um, – and I don't think it's Billy, but why this franchise is so bent on going so small. Because um, there's a lot of power forwards out there that they could do, that they could use. But just going with, like, Javante Green as a defunct – uh, de facto power forward. Patrick Williams really isn't a power forward. He's just a big, small forward. I'm not sure why they like that, but I, that's how they're going, I guess. I mean, and, I, look not, at
0: it like this. Like, their roster, while it's it looks deep, it's not. Because if, if you look down the east, if Jimmy Butler or Bam miss time, Miami will be all right. Yeah, I mean, not not for yeah. the playoffs, but just for the season, they'll be like they're, they'll they're, still be competent.
2: They're not they're not good though because sometimes those guys don't really do anything when they're there. Yeah, but just
4: for the sake of the comparison, but,
2: again,
0: it just proves yeah, that the you, roster yeah. is like is built to survive in like a bad injury month.
2: Right, that's true. Yeah, and Boston their play style has, is
0: right. Boston could do it now. Uh, mm-hmm. Milwaukee could do it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think That's Philly is yeah. capable of doing it. Philly last year was mm-hmm. great without Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this
0: is all re- like regular season stretches. My problem yeah. is Levine get, gets hurt. Chicago's, like, how good Chicago looks falls off a cliff.
2: Well, I mean, he got hurt last year, and Rosen had to be an MVP candidate to keep them going. But the thing is, I think the difference with the Bulls and those teams that it'll be a lot of people hurt at the same time that makes them look really bad. Like last season when they were, looked really bad, it was Alonzo, it was Kobe White, it was Caruso, it was um, it was Levine, uh, and someone else was all hurt at like the same time. Oh, Patrick Williams. Was hurt the whole season, all year. Like it, yeah. And now with that, with the six, five or six guys, four or five guys, they're going to have a hard time. But I think this year, going into this year, already having the roster, the last year they made a DeRozan trade late. They got Javante Green into the rotation late. Billy Donovan was new there. It was a lot of a lot of other variables. But I think coming in this year, knowing how they play, I think they'll be better if they have injury. I think they will. I have confidence, but I understand why you say that, because you think if if a bench guy has to start for a while or has to play significantly, it does seem like they would take a really, really big step back. But
0: Their depth I'm not sure. fell I'm not off so a sure. cliff.
2: Every time they lost somebody significant last year, their
0: depth fell off a cliff.
2: Yeah, it did. But it was never just one guy is all I'm saying. Last year, Williams was out the whole season. Then when Levine went out with him, Kobe White still wasn't back. And then Lonzo was out for almost the whole season. And then Caruso, you know, Caruso situation happened. He missed two months. So but hopefully they don't deal with something like that again. But you know who wasn't uh, hurt
0: all year was DeRozan. Yeah, and he was. And, and think about what they look like. Again, hopefully it doesn't happen, but let's say he misses a month.
2: Disaster. There's a good chance they're horrible. Yeah, it's possible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. my fear is their roster. That's the biggest fear. All their rosters, like the Wizards, the even the Knicks, you see the mm-hmm. potential there. With Chicago, it feels paper thin, just even reading it.
2: It's top heavy for sure. It just it it feels like a house heavy.
0: of cards ready to crumble. That's that's my only fear. I hope I'm wrong.
2: We'll see. We'll see. I you know. Before DeRozan got there, Levine was, you know, an all-star. He was up there leading were, the league. It, and it meant nothing. Scoring. Right, but they weren't good. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I, I like them, but I don't see them as a contender. I don't love them. Fight. Right. Yeah, I got you. I don't love them either, but I, I do think they're going to be another really good regular season team and then playoffs. I'm not sure they're going to have it, but I'm not sure how they get it either. I'm not sure what they're missing to be a true
1: contender. What do you think? I don't know, man. It's something about their front
0: court. I just don't like it. I just wish their front court was different. I don't even like, I can't even really explain a specific player I'd want for
2: them. Uh, Lucevic has been a loser his whole career. I don't mean loser as in he is a loser, but he's been on a losing team his entire career until he got to the Bulls. So when you go into the playoffs with someone like that playing such a significant role, it's going to be tough for him to get into gear with how they need him to play. I know people who don't play basketball don't see that.
0: There's no other level
1: to his game. Exactly, exactly exactly
2: yeah hey we'll we'll see what happens we'll see what happens i'm curious about them i'm gonna they're gonna be a lot of fun to watch no matter what
0: they're dangerous though they're very dangerous
2: they are they are
1: oh let's go to atlanta another team probably on the bottom side
2: of these uh of the contenders i would say but um what do you think about the Murray trade? We talked about it when it happened,
1: but what do you think now? I,
0: I really can't picture this not being the trade of the summer, to be honest. Really? Because Cleveland, Cleveland was already good. Yeah. Like Cleveland was solid. They showed a good foundation last year with what they had. I mean, their season seemed to be over with Sexton going out, and they emerged. Yeah, so like Donovan is is obviously going to make them great, but I don't know if it'll be so glaring. This situation, I think, will be glaring.
2: You you think you'll see the the glaring the um, glaring? Like they needed they everything he does. Yeah,
1: like that. That's what it, to me. It's such a. Sl- Like everything that Murray did on the Spurs at a high level,
0: he brings to Atlanta, and they need it. Yeah, yep. that's why Maybe. to me they're such they were they were so close to me. He he brings a defensive intensity that has to spread throughout the roster. He brings mm-hmm. a transition energy. He's a much more dynamic transition player than anybody Trey has had so far, yeah. including John Collins. Yep. I mean, he himself is a lob threat. He's a threat to throw lobs. He makes Trey's game easier. He opens he yeah. takes the ball out of guys' hands that shouldn't have the ball. Yeah. I mean, again, it's perfect in every way.
2: I agree, man. I, I think people are discounting how good this team is gonna be. Um, I think you have the guy who led the league in in total points and total assists. Like, for the last three years, you just add someone to make it easier for him. Like, normally we see teams, oh, it's just going to be different. They're going to have to change their game. I don't think Trey has to change his game. No. I think, if anything, he's just going to have more chances for open shots, more open shots. We mentioned um, when the trade happened, too. Last season, playoffs, Miami did – their strategy was to double Trey as soon as he passed half court and they had Jimmy Butler and uh, Gabe Vincent out there 40 feet from the basket, doubling him. him. Yeah. And then when he would pass it, couldn't score, um, Bogdanovich took a bad shot. Uh, Collins wasn't all the way healthy yet, but Capella can't score off the dribble or score. If you give him the ball where he can't just drop it in the basket. Um, deandre hunter cannot score one-on-one at all so they had a bunch of guys who were just standing around hoping that trey gets more open and now you can't double trey because you have another point guard out there that can get everyone's shots who can get to the basket who you really can't pressure because he's so quick he's so fast uh he he's a great finisher his shot is getting better um I love it, man, and we haven't seen a lot of two guard offenses work. But Dejounte Murray really is a shooting guard. You know, he's a point guard in a shooting guard's body. But I mean, playing him at shooting guard isn't that weird. Like, um,
0: there's a lot know. of wings who play like point, like not point forwards, but like point guards. To be honest,
2: yeah, it is. Yeah, and he—you I mean, could argue Fox is not like that, that is a, in a similar yeah. situation where Fox probably could be a two and be exactly how he is i'd say um,
0: uh jimmy butler and paul george are probably like the prototypes mm -hmm. to where they're not really they never look like point guards but they're obviously playing it yeah yeah and murray's actually much more of a point guard than those guys Mm -hmm. and to your point all the guys you mentioned after trey getting double teamed like best case scenario they shoot and make it Right. Now, now you're passing the ball. It's like the Draymond thing with the Warriors. You're passing Mm -hmm. the ball to a guy who now could like play four on three. Yes. And oh go ahead. It just it's gonna make the game so much easier for the guys we've criticized not really having an easy
2: time. Yes. And Trey really couldn't even run a play because he couldn't pass it and get it back. Yep. Like if you pass it to Bogdanovich, <laughs> he's not getting it back. Right. Ever. If, and if you pass it to Herter, Herder doesn't have the ball skills to get the ball back to Trey after Trey comes off the screens or the, or the, you know, the double screens or the pin downs. He couldn't get it to him. Now you have someone that could get it to him. And if they overplay, he can go score. And, and that's going to make such a big difference for them, for Atlanta and for Trey. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. They looked amazing in their preseason game. I know it's preseason. I I get it. Um, but they looked really, really good uh playing together at the same time. Um I think they're gonna run the floor better. Uh even the backups, even the other bench guys that they got along with this trade, I mean, are good depth for them. Frank Kaminsky, Justin Holiday two floor spacers for trade to get in the paint. AJ Griffin, rookie floor spacer. Um, they did
0: everything right in the off season.
2: They did. And they got guys who, you know, maybe aren't there right now, but look like have potential. Um, I think Jalen yeah. Johnson, who they drafted, I think last year has a lot of potential. Um, and Jared Culver, who we loved in college, just hasn't really had any opportunities to get anywhere. But you know, he's a guy that they're up 40, up 30. He may come in there and look good for them, may, may find a spot eventually. Yeah. They just they got a lot more flexibility, a lot more freedom. Atlanta over the years
0: has shown like they're capable of being a championship organization. Yeah. Uh like to me, to me, a good example is when if you have an issue with a player and but he's a key piece to you being a contender, you find him working out. Mm-hmm. Like we've essentially forgot that John Collins practically didn't want to be on the team. Yeah. Found a way to keep him similar to Phoenix, who barely saved their potential championship window by keeping Aiden. Yeah. So Atlanta's made all the right moves. It's just got to click. And I, I can't imagine why it wouldn't.
1: I agree. I agree. All right, uh, let's go to let's go to Miami. Coming off the Eastern Conference Finals loss, they brought failure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A Jimmy Butler led disappointment.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, very disappointing. Um, they're bringing everybody back. I think. Yeah, And it seems they're like running they're bringing back. everybody back in more somehow. Like, they didn't lose anyone and got Somehow they players. got
0: another draft pick from nowhere who's probably going to, like, look like a fucking starter midway through the year.
2: Oh, he looks amazing. He, he looks, looks really bitch.
0: skilled, yeah. He
2: looks tough, dude. He like, looks like crazy. he's going to get
0: Jimmy Butler, like, five assists, uh, like, every weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he he's... Good very well-rounded player he 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 can shoot um he's really athletic he's super strong i mean he looks really really good my god Um, miami's
0: so good since bam has emerged into like a top two-way center miami has dropped or like found two like potentially starting centers
2: yeah
4: which is insane And,
2: and since hero has emerged as like a you know, are you know, on the top 10 scoring list, they found better shooters. I know like, it's, it's crazy. And they had Duncan Robinson, who
0: everybody thought was going to be like the next spot up sniper. Yeah, Steve Novak yeah.
2: <laughs> and Struz and I think Vincent shoots better than him, like both yeah. of them shoot just as good or better than him now. And then Jovic might shoot great too at 610. Um, I don't know what to say, man. They look great. they're they're gonna be good they brought Oladipo back he's been healthy for a full summer like a full summer of health Oladipo might be back back yeah (laughs) again for me I don't like watching this team because I don't like watching only 30 percent of all these players play like they're they can't all play good so like I'm watching Oladipo He Let's fire for one quarter. He is fifteen in a quarter, and then he's done for the night. Like he never takes another shot. It sucks.
0: But yeah. You know what's probably gonna happen this year? Of all the contenders, and Miami's one of the safer picks to be a contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably talk about Miami the least because we know all the tropes we've seen from them, like yeah. we'll be ready for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Jimmy will never let us see what, how good they actually are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet Jimmy will look like an MVP, like maybe seven or 15 times throughout the year.
2: And then he <laughs> then he'll like have single digit games like once a week. He'll, have he'll a literally like
0: game. not want to play one night, yeah. I'm sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Hopefully, I mean,
0: God forbid he's an all star starter this year.
2: I could see this team having zero all-stars. Like, I could see them having, like, a really good record and none of them be all-stars because none of them are really contributing enough to be all-star, yeah. like, stat-wise.
0: I think Bam will be just all over the stat sheet, so they'll probably put him in there. But, yeah, uh, yeah, man, this this team is like, wh- whether they struggle, I won't really have much of a deep dive. If they're good, I won't have much of a deep dive. They'll probably be in the similar situation, maybe not the conference finals. They might run into, you know, Boston in the second round or, or Milwaukee in the second round. Yeah. And it'll be six or seven games, tough series. Yeah. Even if, even if Milwaukee or Boston are way better, which Boston mm-hmm. looked way better to me and it took seven.
2: Yeah. They're a the team because they're, because their effort is inconsistent, it's hard to gauge what they might do every night, yeah. you know? And if Lowry's
0: healthy all year, they're probably a number one seed.
2: Yeah, they might, yeah.
0: Because he was hurt most of the year last year.
2: And they're a team, and this is one thing I like about Spolstra, he never loses to the teams he shouldn't – I know. That he should beat. If he should beat them, they're going to get beat. Like, he he knows, hey, we're playing Indiana. We can't lose this game. We're not losing this game. Miami only loses
0: because they just pass the ball around.
2: Yeah, they they lose because they need someone to step up and they just don't.
0: Yeah, everybody yeah. just drives and kicks. Like you can't just kick.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: And they'll yeah. get stuck all game doing that.
2: Yeah, Jimmy will take ten shots and then they'll you know they'll yeah. lose by four. I'm like Jimmy, you could t- have taken. T- t- Duncan will t- 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 come t- off
0: the bench to take eleven and hit like none.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's how they lose. And the thing is, that they're not gonna lose four times in a row like that. So because Jimmy is good enough to say, all right, I'm going off this game and he just does it. Yeah. So all right. Let's talk about let's talk about Milwaukee. Is Milwaukee your favorite to come out the East?
0: Yeah. Tell they're they're a very slight notch below what the Warriors are to the
2: West. Okay. And he- Meaning you don't care what happens in the regular season. You just know when it's winning time is winning time. Unless
0: they're like, unless they're below a six seed, they'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Gotcha. I I will say I was wrong. I thought. Well, my first part isn't wrong. I think they have the best five man lineup in basketball, with uh, Drew Middleton. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with Drew Middleton, Giannis, Bobby, and Brooke Lopez. Okay. That that to me is better than any five-man lineup in the league.
1: That's a that's a big statement.
0: My problem is I last year I was so confident in them that I thought if they lost outside of Giannis, they could lose one of those pieces and still go go toe-to-toe which they did but they weren't better than boston
2: without middleton
0: without middleton that's where they're they're not quite as impenetrable as the warriors seem to be Mm -hmm. because their play style which again they had the same play style limitations when they made the finals run yeah but it just seemed like they learned from it But, I mean, you saw it. Middleton goes out and you get to Boston and we're living and dying with Pat Connaughton shooting threes. Right. Brooke Lopez is not getting layups at all. Right. And that, to me, like, Middleton going out shouldn't mean that Brooke Lopez gets no layups.
1: Well, for me...
2: I think that they're just not as versatile as they seem. I think just Greek Freak is just that unstoppable. That yeah,
0: Giannis is kind of fools people.
2: They they play to how you try to defend Giannis, but yeah. it's not necessarily versatile. It's like, all right, well, are you packing the paint? Okay, we're gonna start lighting it, lighting you up. All right, are you picking on, picking him up? You know, far from the basket. Okay, Bobby and Robin are gonna kill inside it's like that but it's not to the point where it's like again without Middleton they still looks like the team that they still played the same that is as if Middleton was there and it wasn't good enough yeah it's just not good enough so so I I think that's the biggest thing um but you know I I think Middleton he's been healthy right again I think if that five
0: if that five is healthy throughout the playoffs they're going to the finals Mm, okay. And if Mike, if Bunholzer isn't losing his fucking mind over Bobby Portis for some God knows why reason.
2: Yeah. <laughs> which is still the craziest <clears throat> thing. It's, Bobby Portis isn't starting on any other team.
0: Dude. Budenholzer doesn't deserve a fucking ring as far as I'm concerned. For not starting to, Bobby? To dis-
2: yeah,
0: yeah, for limiting minutes of the most important bench player on the fucking team.
2: But he had Ibaka in there before Bobby. Sometimes
0: he really Last did. Last season, and Bobby just looks so dominant playing with Brooke Lopez of all people.
2: He does because when when you give Bobby the freedom to take jumpers, he he's gonna be tough. Like, he's really really hard to stop because his little jab step jumper is tough. It's like yeah. he'd be looking shooter. like KG out there low key.
0: He's developed into a good shooter, man. I just don't like how they fall back into just, like, driving kick, the Giannis driving kick. It's similar to Miami. Like, you could be much more than that. Mm -hmm. But you're dependent on Middleton's versatility for that and Drew's versatility. Yeah. That doesn't guarantee. That, to me, is what makes me hesitate to think that they could beat, like, Boston definitively or Philly definitively or even Miami. Mm but they're still Mm -hmm. the favorite regardless of any of those problems. They're still the favorite.
2: I gotcha. See, um, I, I agree that they may have, they definitely have the best five in the East. I would say definitely in the East, but that is what makes it really tough for teams like Atlanta and Cleveland who have two, you know, small guards. Drew holiday is a big guard and Middleton is a huge shooting guard. And, um, that lineup
0: totally is that like team. six five plus.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, Drew is. I mean, Drew's bigger than six three. They haven't listed. As he's 6'3". a huge. He if is.
0: he's he's a huge six because I'm like six two and a half, and he's he looks three. Yeah, he's like he never looks short out there.
2: Six three is is weird how they just tell they say everyone is 6'3. three. Seth's six Donovan Mitchell is six three. Um, uh Jaw ja is six three and Ja looks like he's six seven sometimes. I know. And and, <laughs> and Donovan then, looks small a lot of the time. <laughs> he does. Don Donovan looks like he's, you know, like his vertical is like 50 inches sometimes because he's so high, so much high. He looks like yeah. he jumps higher than Ja. Yeah. But he doesn't. They're the same height, <laughs> apparently, allegedly. Right. But anyway, yeah, they, they could put out a really big roster out there that makes it tough for those kind of teams, but um if I, I don't think they can keep playing how they've been playing, though, like I can't, I don't, can't imagine them coming in this year with the same play style they've been having, and um, you know just blow through the East, no again. problem. They have good, they'll have a great record, but I'm saying in the playoffs, I don't
0: know, man. No, I agree with you because I think the contenders got better.
2: All of them did.
0: Yeah, so so I'm with you that like it's not they're not quite as unbeatable as they looked two years ago.
2: hmm
0: But they, but they still, still are the favorites. You know, yeah. you know what it is? Because when they dominate inside, like mm-hmm. no other team could dominate as a team inside like they do.
2: That's true. Because because they have a small forward dominating right. inside, like where it's like small that. forward
0: now, Bobby's like Nobody could get Bobby off the glass. Now, Brooke Lopez is sneaking in from 35 feet out to get a put back. Like, yeah, they're very dynamic. They're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, so that's their that's what ke- keeps them having an advantage to me. And it'll keep them at 50 plus wins.
2: Yeah. And Joe Ingles was a huge pickup for them. Sneaky. I mean, I don't know how he how healthy he's going to be this season. But, I mean, for him, at they have him listed at six eight. He's six eight.
0: Yeah, he looked. He looked. I remember him going toe to toe with Paul George. He didn't look smaller than Paul George, to be honest.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, a six eight guy who probably is going to take some of those Grayson Allen minutes, those Connaughton minutes, those Connaughton shots. I like that. Yes, I actually like and that be a lot. better and be a better passer than both of them. So. And that's and that's, that's the thing. Like,
0: I that, that was kind of the big thing from Chicago to Boston. the The role players showed like no IQ in the Boston series,
3: mm-hmm.
0: where we're like the roster is cold, and it, they're just they keep going up. Like Ingles, it, Ingles will fucking attack left once. Yeah, yeah, you know.
3: So yeah, yeah.
2: All right, last three teams. Let's go to Philly first. We'll finish with the the conference champs last. Philly. What do you think? Are you want me to go first?
0: Um, yeah, I- I'm curious to hear your thoughts
1: first. These are my favorites out the East.
2: I th- I think I think this team. Yeah. It- and obviously the Bucks are the favorite, but Philly is just the additions they made is just exactly what you need to beat the other teams. Like it, I don't know if they have what it takes to win a championship, but they have like exactly what it takes to come out the East. They added the additions they added Montrezl great addition. They added Anthony Melton great addition. EJ Tucker and um daniel house i don't feel like they added somebody else maybe not but the guys they have coming back are just everybody basically everyone they needed back they brought back the guys that they the new guys they got make everyone else's game easier they spread the floor they play lockdown defense i just can't imagine like Diable out there with House and PJ and uh you know them picking up like full court. I'd be shocked Dybul- if this already- team
0: doesn't win 60 games.
2: It, it would only be up to the beard. And that's the only question mark. And that's the only reason why it's hard to pick them as a contender, as a as a finals, you know, like a championship favorite, because I don't know which Harden I'm getting or if I'm getting Harden at all or what I'm getting. That's, but with Maxi. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm that, with you. Keep going. But with Maxi emerging as a, you know, solid 20-point-a-game scorer at this point, Tobias, I'm still not sure. I mean, we haven't been sure what we get out of Tobias every night his whole career. <laughs> Embiid right. is Embiid has been shaded for MVP <laughs> like two years in a row now and i just can't imagine him not coming out with a chip on his shoulder man Maz last year for some reason doc doesn't play him that much but every he time he plays great. he looks he looks great like he comes out there like he's peja when he does play yeah. <laughs> like he looks fantastic paul reed has doc has already said that paul reed is going to have a bigger role and last year he looks he had some great moments he like blocked i forgot it was he blocked like he had a crazy amount of blocks for someone at his minutes. I saw a yeah. stat that said, like, for the amount of minutes he plays, his blocks are like the highest. Um, I hate, of course, Doc.
0: Now, now, oh, he gets a big, he should have had it last year, Doc. You, yeah. you reaffirming
2: what the fans are telling you a year ago, right? He should have had it last year where he would have had a chance for you guys to not feel like you needed to pick up Montrezl. And now they have Montrezl, and even though he has a chance, he's still not going to play as much as he would have last year because now he has someone who plays his position that you know is already established, especially established in dot system. So we'll see, man. I mean, I, I love this. And team, Adam is yeah. another lob, another easy picking lob play for Harden that you know is unstoppable, has been unstoppable his entire career. He's the best. Harden might be the best picking lob player we've had in the league. Yep. And then now that, you get Montrezl's, the easy one.
0: Oh, those pocket dump-downs, Montrezl's getting to the line like nine times a night.
2: He's going to be swinging on the rim every night. <clears throat> and then now you have someone that is a lob threat when Embiid doesn't have to be in there. Like last season, they would put Niang in there for Embiid or they put oh. – um, did they have DeAndre last year? Yeah. Or or Dwight. I, I can't DeAndre. remember. DeAndre. They put DeAndre in there, and for some reason, he lost all his lob abilities. But um, Embiid could never fully go outside and, and, like, the team still play well or still work inside out. Now, Embiid could spot up, and then you could have pick and roll with Montrezl, with Embiid and Montrezl out there at the same time. And... It's just tough, man. They're gonna have, be a really tough yeah. team. And Maxie, you already know Maxie's gonna be ripping and running. This team played
0: like you forget how great they played last year.
2: You can't yeah, it's easy to forget because he because thinking about Harden not playing good is so easy, you know, so in, engraved in your mind right now. But
0: but they were winning, Harden wasn't playing well, and Bede was in and out of the lineup. They had a lot of guys in and out of the lineup, and they were winning, 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 like, all year. Yeah. Essentially. And and I'm with you, man. I mean, we talked about this. Their roster is perfect. It is. It's perfect. It is. But you, you made the point that you don't know if you – I know. You can't trust James Harden. Like, that ship has sailed. We're not – Harden is not Paul George where we're, like, you know – You know, PG, it's you got to prove it to us, like that that you're not suspect in the playoffs. You got to prove to me that I could leave you open in the corner, and you're you're gonna knock it down, not hit the side of the backboard.
2: So, what are you saying? Harden's already proved it. Harden has proved that he's a, a playoff loser. That's fair. Yeah, he is. So, to me, he's gonna he's
0: gonna destroy whatever momentum, which I think could be incredible. He's going to destroy it. Mm. He's going to destroy it because, because who's coaching them? The guy who probably won't bench him when you need to. Facts. That's a fact. This, my biggest knock is not Harden because, like you said, their roster is, is good enough to bench him. Exactly, yeah. The biggest knock on this
2: team is fucking Doc. That's the biggest problem. I I will never
0: again pick Doc Rivers over Eric Spolstra in in a playoff series.
2: No, you can't. You You can't. can't. I
0: would never (laughs) pick him over uh, Mike Budenholzer, and I'm not even a gigantic fan of Budenholzer.
2: I wouldn't pick him over Dwayne Casey. Dwayne
0: Casey, is he really – if you give, uh, let's say, like a 90 overall roster to Doc Rivers and Billy Donovan – Who's winning that series?
2: Billy Donovan. Every Billy time. Donovan. Yeah. If Billy Donovan had this this roster, they would have already won. They would have won last year. <laughs> they would have been a defending <laughs> champs. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Warriors yeah. have been desperately paying pool. Like, we got to – we're a one piece away.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: No, but honestly, honestly, the thing is with those coaches, I know that they'll play to their roster's strengths. Mm-hmm. I have to question that with Doc.
2: Yeah, and that terrifies me. Me too. It does. It does. And I just I can't imagine Doc doing that bad of a job this year until the playoffs. I, but he surprised me
0: so many times. It's
2: not going to yes. surprise me anymore. I I agree with you. Yeah, I'm with and you. And again, on
0: that. again, like they were the probably the best team in the East all year
2: just about yeah most of the year and they looked incompetent yeah when especially when they needed to look good they looked incompetent. <laughs> when they needed
0: to look good they looked incompetent yeah so yeah. i'm i'm scared but i also think again like their roster is so good i can't picture them not dominating the season
2: yeah oh well we're gonna do award picks after this but um Well, yeah, I'll come back to the award picks later. Um, Let's move on to the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh,
0: What a shit show their offseason was.
2: Yeah. But they
0: salvaged it.
2: They salvaged it big time. Um, They salvaged it just by guys that were kind of question marks as far as pickups go, you know, being healthy now. Like um, TJ Warren, we weren't sure. He's gonna be ready. He looks ready. He looks pretty good. Um, Royce O'Neill looks like he fits for them. Similar role for Bruce Brown. I get it. Ben Simmons looks good. I mean, he's healthy. He's playing, which is nice. Joe Harris is healthy. Uh, is he? They got is Joe? is Ingles
0: playing starting opening night? Is who Joe? I mean, not Ingles. Harris, sorry. Harris. Joe Harris. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's starting opening night, but I, he's I know he's um active. At okay. least right now. Yeah. Um <laughs> Morris they got, which is a solid pickup. He you know, they only they're only positives to every team. They kept Seth, which they, I remember last I know year. He's not ready, ready opening night. Pick Seth. Yeah, Seth's not ready. Seth's not ready. They bring back Klaxon, they don't have another center on the roster. Uh De'Ron Sharp is the center, but he's what? He's 6'9". You know, same height. Almost the same height as Joe Ingles playing center. Uh They won't survive yeah, in man. the
0: East playing without a center. You don't think so? Uh, I think they'll have a tough time winning games.
2: I think... I think they'll be able to outscore teams, though. A lot, yes. But, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, if you can't – if guys can get into the paint and you can't stop them, Nick Claxton can't shoot free throws. Uh, He goes for every block. Neither can Ben. Neither can Ben. Ben is still missing free throws, man. After all, Ben,
0: this- ben after all this time, s- spent no time fixing his whatever psychological demons he got.
2: I want a, a quick shout out to Drummond and um, even DeAndre for really up in their free throw percentages yes. in their career. Like Drummond hit three threes the other day. Yes, and Ben Simmons is a guard and can't make free throws. And Drummond was one of the worst free throw shooters in the league, and now he's a a good free throw shooter. Yep. Greek freak, one of the worst free throw shooters in the league, and now he can go 100% in games. Yep. And Ben Simmons, you had a whole season off. A whole season off.
0: Come on, man. The back was bothering me. (laughs) I couldn't get him (laughs) off. Nah. You know what? He signed
2: Patty. What's up? Yeah
0: hearing you call out their good pickups made me think of the lakers point i made where so, if we're if we're thinking of your pickups as good only because they're not soft
2: you're horrible that's the problem we don't think of their pickups for fit we just think of their pickups as they're just decent individual players yes
0: they give them that's what they the lacked in the playoffs which was physicality yeah they had no, they're only guys who played well. Drogic, physical, Uh, Bruce Brown, physical, even Claxton, physical, even Diamond Seth played, played physical well. at times. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, like you, you did improve. Mark Keith is another guy who's just tough. Yeah. He, he doesn't really make you better. He's just not soft. Uh, yeah. He just
2: doesn't make you worse. That's Royce
0: O'Neill. Royce O'Neill will get cooked. But he'll at least, like, work to make – like, he'll make you work to cook him.
2: Yeah, you're not going to blow by him. You're going to have to get – Yeah, where KD
0: and Kyrie are just, you know, go ahead, do what you want.
2: Yeah, you're going to need a good uh, double move to get past.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) A little pump fake to get him in the air.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you need a little something to get past him. Yeah, you can't just blow by. (sighs) But, again,
0: like, to me, whatever problems maybe you fixed – you didn't sufficiently fix them for the playoffs because you matchup wise you're still not going to survive, right. uh, and now you're adding offensive like one one thing that made me like the Nets in the past is how flawless they looked offensively at their best, mm-hmm. where like every extra pass that needed to be made was always made. KD was making quick moves. Kyrie was not settling for jumpers. Yeah. Like now, now you got to figure out your front court minutes better because Ben and Claxton are weird together. Uh, you got like Royce O'Neal you're going to struggle with because I've watched Royce O'Neill play off good players. All he does is put up bricks. Yeah. So, like, they you're going to struggle. Find
2: shots for Patty Mills.
0: Yeah, you're not going to find shots for some of the like Seth and Patty who are phenomenal shooters. You know, meanwhile, KD's mid-range isoing on people that he really shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And, and and I made the point with Doc, who who is the only contender in the East that has a worse coach than Philly. The Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> no question. Yeah. yeah, Nash is horrible. Nash, Nash is. is so bad. He looked like a bad coach in the preseason. Yeah. So. I just I don't see this team getting any better than what their peak was last year.
2: I I think that they'll have I think that their record might be very close to the same.
4: Yeah.
2: But I think they'll beat teams worse. And I, that's really it. I mean, they'll beat the teams that they should beat worse than they probably did, and they'll still lose to some teams they shouldn't lose to.
0: I also because think the the better teams will
2: dominate them maybe maybe the thing is there this team is more or less full of quitters that's the biggest issue for me it, i mean it, look tj warren i'm not sure about royce o'neill he hasn't really had the chance fatty mills isn't a quitter but everyone else on this team i've seen quit i've seen marky morris quit i've seen seth quit i've seen nick Claxon quit and I don't even need to mention the other three guys. Of course I've not. It. I've seen it happen. So if they're gonna, if we're gonna have a team full of quitters going into the playoffs, I'm not. Uh, you know, another with the I'm worst on, I'm, on the team, I'm not worried. Yeah. Bro, he's the, probably not, not even a quitter. Yeah,
0: their coach. Forget the playoffs. He's the worst coach in the conference.
2: Yeah, he is. Yes. So I don't have anything else to say about it. Good luck, KD. About those guys. <laughs> KD.
0: <laughs> Good luck figuring that out.
2: Oh yeah. He not don't, don't care.
0: KD will be all right. Care. He gets to just hoop.
2: Yeah. I'm
0: so happy
1: to
2: the nuts. Quote unquote. All right. Uh last team? The champs. Yeah, defending Eastern Conference champs, Boston Celtics. Um, talk about a team who got a bunch of guys that I'm not sure fit. Boston Celtics have done a great job at that. They got uh, Blake Griffin, Gallinari, who won't play this season probably. Yeah. Brogdon, great. Justin Jackson, which is like random. I don't but even know where Dustin Jackson. League. I didn't even know where he was last season. Uh, had to
0: be G league had to be lighting up the G League.
2: Noah Vonley, your boy. Oh. oh. And then they brought everyone else back, basically, other than Tice. What do you think? Robert Williams is missing like the first month of the season. They said. I know.
0: Yeah, he's still, still struggling. Um. Mm-hmm. With Boston, man, the, the coaching thing is so weird because, like, I, I think uh, they'll be fine, uh, mm-hmm. but there was something about them that was different, and it wasn't really smart or or any of the guys they've had for years. Yeah. It did seem like there was something different that made them – figure out their problems rather than just
1: keep it going. I agree
2: to me. And it, it still might've been Udoka, but to me there was a, a much better form of leadership on the team. And it was a uh, more camaraderie on the team to me. And uh, Not that I mean like joking around or secret handshakes yeah. and stuff like LeBron's camaraderie, like what, it looks like when lebron does it but this team it seemed like they really to your point they figured out their problems as a squad they felt more like a family uh last season um than what we saw under Brad Stevens and and really that was my biggest issue while Brad Stevens was there i just couldn't see that they i couldn't see them building chemistry and last year we really saw them build chemistry uh but you could blow that up with getting a bunch of guys that don't fit on the team. Like, you know, Brogdon, we've been, we've considered Brogdon a plug and play player for a long time, but I'm not sure if he's that plug and play for this team. Not necessarily, especially since they still don't have a point guard on the roster.
0: Uh... I mean,
2: Brogdon and White
0: split that job. I I would assume.
2: Of not playing point guard,
0: (laughs) (laughs) pretending to be the one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they do.
3: We saw he
2: fooled a couple people into thinking he was the backup one. We saw what happened when he they needed him to be the backup one last season. It was a disaster. I mean, they only needed him against the best. They
0: only needed it against the best team in the league. So I give him a slight pass. Miami
2: too. Miami, I mean, they Miami exposed him. He had a couple quarters where he looked great but then any other time it... listen to me yeah. if i'm a front office guy and my top two players break a record in turnovers in the playoffs i'd go and get a real point guard immediately i don't go and get someone that i could still try to finesse into being a point guard that didn't work already it didn't we tried to finesse people in point guard and we broke turnover records I... And I'm not saying Brogdon is a finesse because he's, like, the closest thing to not being a finesse while still finessing, I guess. But I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be interesting. They have a lot of firepower. I like the addition of Blake. If Gallinari makes it at all this season, I, I like that addition too. But I don't know. I, I think this team, I think last year was the team's window. And I think if it, if it doesn't work this team this year, you have to blow it up after this season, I think. I mean, it doesn't have to be an explosion, but we have to split up the guys after this season. If it doesn't work this season, Tatum and Brown cannot come back with this roster, This as many players as they have this season again. And then Horford is going to be probably, you know, in a wheelchair next season. I mean, what are they going to do?
0: Hey, he looked pretty young in the playoffs last year.
2: He's going to be he'll be 38 next season.
0: He looked like a young 37 last year.
2: Well, he was there he was 36. He turns 37 in the season, I think. But... Okay. I I don't know, man. It it's hard to picture
0: them repeating what they're doing, what they did last year. Uh
2: especially now that the secret is out like look they're gonna turn the ball over we see how they play they're gonna go one-on-one to try to beat us that kind of thing more predictable than the other contenders we've talked about to me and i and i
0: think they need that i i think they need this i think they will struggle during the season a lot more
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: they'll they'll probably fall back into more of that like tatum having horrible nights and they just get killed or uh, just the team not really moving the ball well. Mm -hmm. But the the reason I, this team's core has been together so long.
2: It has since they were all rookies basically.
0: And last year, uh, you know, I give them some benefit of the doubt because last year it looked like a complete disaster Mm -hmm. and they focused it all and became a contender over the course of the season. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't think they're like like a danger of not being a top five six seed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They're just not better than healthy Milwaukee. They're not better than healthy uh, Philly. They're not better than healthy Miami. Right. I, like, I think they have the. Go ahead. Their struggles are much more exposable than the other those other three teams.
2: Yeah. And and unlike the other teams we've mentioned that have made really good changes, they have they didn't fix anything that they did wrong last season. Like they already played good defense. Like Brogdon is a good addition to this team to what they do already. But I don't know if he improves anything that they did that they didn't do well already. That's that's the only thing that's tough. I mean, and I'm only I'm not trying to single out Brogdon. He's just the biggest pickup they got. I I don't think Blake Griffin is gonna be like that integral to the team. But um all the other teams we talked about made a move to cure a cancer that they had, right? They made a mu a move to cure some tumor that they had that stopped them from being in the finals. And this team just like just added a bunch of guys. Not I don't know Nets. if they were a team that needed ad- additions. You said not the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Simmons I an mean, elite ben defender. Is yeah. yeah, Ben's an elite defender. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I will give
0: them some credit. I also think their peak looked better than everybody in the East.
2: I'll, I'll agree with that. And it, I think it could look even better this season.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what, like, really surprised me as their run kept going because we were both, you know, negative on them when they struggled. But yeah. they, they would figure out, like, how to get back to moving the ball.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's where in they didn't do it against the Warriors, which again the Warriors are a different like level. Yeah. But or everybody else league. they played in the East, every time the turnover problem surfaced, they settled down. It it went back. Smart is initiating the sets more. Derek White is coming in and has the ball way more than he should. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I trust that they'll figure out any kind of lingering issues they have. I just don't think they're, like, overwhelmingly better. They're in a similar situation like Miami. They're going to be in a tough series with any of the contenders.
2: Yeah, I think Atlanta even gives them a tough series. Yeah. And it's
0: a toss-up, yeah. honestly. That's that's why I'm so excited for the conference, because outside of Milwaukee, there's four or five teams that are could just be as good as – each other at any given time yeah and i throw atlanta and chicago in that mix
2: yeah i agree i would um a boston chicago series would be really fun to watch yeah i mean i think boston would win but it would still be fun uh all right let's talk about award predictions we went through every team talked about all the rosters who is going to win six man of the year? Is is it a really – is it hard to think about for you?
0: No. I, I think Dinwiddie is, like, almost a lock.
2: Dinwiddie? Okay. You don't think Poole has a is a lock? <sighs> it may come down to them, too.
0: No, I think Poole wins it. If he's still the same role, if he's the 30 minutes off the bench – which That's the issue. it seems like it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, and if he qualifies, like if they don't, you know, if Wiggins goes out and they start him, which they they were pretty committed to not doing that last year.
2: And and now I think they are, you know, the guys that they got make it easier for them not to as well. But, like a, but they
0: also like Kerr is so goaded sometimes that mm-hmm. he takes the slightest risks. That you'd never imagine like when Steph was hurt and pool started in place for him. Even when Steph, even when he came back? When he came like that was sick. Like (laughs) are you out of your like ideally? If you had just worded that idea to me, I'd be like, dude, you are out of your fucking mind.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But it looked
0: like a flawless move for the the one game they really committed to it. It was like the it was the whole end of the series um but it it was like uh wasn't it going into round one and like he he didn't start and then the next game i think he did or like maybe he still didn't start
2: i think it was three games i I just don't remember i don't remember which ones it was I, i couldn't remember if it was denver or it was the denver series i think and then by the yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, I Poole I know what you talking about. But it was more up. than one game. It was definitely more than one game. Yeah.
0: And that's that's why Denver, I remember, looked so hopeless. Cause like as Steph was getting better, they were still yeah. getting destroyed, regardless.
2: Yep. And then he would come in and go crazy. No, nah, yeah. but uh Pool to me,
0: back to the sixth man point. If he's yeah. qualifying for the season in that role, absolutely.
2: And and that's the that is the question. Will he qualify for that? I don't think he will. So I would probably agree with you on Ben Whitty. Um I'm, if
0: I'm Steve Kerr, I'm scared to start him for like a week just to just because he might go get so hot, he'll never relinquish all of a sudden <laughs> Clay will come back. Like Clay'll come back and they're like, Yo, Clay, like you gotta leave the second group.
2: Yeah, I mean, even when Clay came back this year, it was tough. Like you could tell that Clay couldn't, he wasn't used to missed playing with Being plans.
0: the second best shooter on the team. That's what he missed.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I'm with you, though. I think Dinwiddie probably has the best shot. I think that, um, I don't think the Clippers guys, I don't know who's going to be six man on the Clippers, but they have three guards that could all yeah. be six man of the year. Cable. I think but, at
0: their best, the, too much balance.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, it's too much balance, and Kawhi is never going to let them be that great. Like, because <laughs> if they're a six-man, they're going to come in and play with Kawhi. He's not going to let them yeah. get anything It's He's not like letting
0: Kennard run the show for, like, more than a play.
2: Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Or, like, Reggie's not getting – Reggie Jackson's not getting 15 shots with Kawhi. Oh, after,
0: like, Reggie, if Reggie's cold this year, he might not be not be on the roster by the end of the season.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see anyone else who has nah. somebody off the top of my head. I'm trying to think who who's six man for would be six man for New Orleans. They got no nobody really. I guess nobody it special. could be Graham. No, nah, he won't win it. He won't but do yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Dinwiddie too. I think that's a good pick. Very good pick. Um, okay defensive player of the year who you got This is a tough one Yeah man You'll be surprised who I pick
0: Yeah, let me let me hear your picks or your It's going to
2: be Bam <laughs> I think Bam's going to win it easily I think he's been trying to win it but he was I think very that
0: close this past year
2: He was close and Smart has been due for it. So I, I think that they're kind of, like, catching up on who's been due for it. Like, Smart should have won two of Go Bears, and Bam, might, maybe he should have won last year's. So I think this will probably be his year. I think that with how good these teams are in the East, even though the centers throughout the East is a little bit weak, I mean, Embiid is a beast, but everywhere else is kind of, you know, they're good, but they're not great. I think it's it's perfect room for Bam to assert his dominance at center, especially when you got teams that basically traded their centers away, like Brooklyn. Um, you know, and the young centers, I don't know who plays center for Orlando, Wendell Carter, maybe. Yeah. Bam's dominating. Bam's dominating Charlotte. i am just looking through the teams. You know, Porzingis may give Bam a hard time, but Bam would give him a hard time. So I, I think Bam... It would probably be my favorite for defensive player of the year because I don't. I know Simmons isn't gonna. Simmons is gonna show it all. Kawhi is not gonna play. Kawhi hasn't really played defense since he won defensive player of the year. Um,
0: outside of like a, flu, a few uh, stretches of trying on Luka.
2: right? Uh, and I think I think Smart won it, and I don't think they're gonna let a guard win it again. And I, and I think that Smart with Brogdon and the guys they got is going to separate some of his defensive impact. So I, then my dark horse, I would say would be Scotty Barnes, be my dark horse. I think yeah. that people really hone in on his defense. So I think when you kind of already tell people to watch out for your defense, they do it. So I think he's going to have a shot. I'll give you a hot take.
0: Cause you, I just, you pick two of the better, like, defensive situations in general. And Mm -hmm. both of those guys, like, they're kind of the core of the defense. I'll give you a super hot take dark horse is Jared Allen.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Because I think Cleveland, I don't think Cleveland is going to try to, like, really run and gun with everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because they're much more, they have much more depth. I think they could have much more versatility. So I think having small guards, you're going to be funneling people to the rim. Right. And Allen is a much higher IQ player. He's a much better, uh, pluck guy than people give him credit for. He, He uh, he contests without fouling really well. Yeah. So I think, you know, hopefully he's healthy all year, but if he's playing 82 games, he'll be in the conversation. I
2: think. I completely agree. And we talked off air the other day. Um, blocks is a stat that people don't really look at with skill and um it's a tough stat to keep getting because once someone knows you're a good shot blocker they're not going to keep driving to you yeah but jared allen shows every single year he's an elite shot blocker he may be in as far as what i've ever seen in basketball he may be the most skilled shot blocker i've seen in my lifetime um just the the amount of dunks he blocks is just crazy. He blocks more dunks than anyone I've ever seen. I know. It seems like every week he blocks a dunk. He's blocked two dunks in the preseason.
0: And he, he like, surprises you where guys who are stronger than him and have, like, a head start on him, like, he meets them up top and, and wins the strength battle. He does. Where, he like, does. normally if, if Jalen Brown's, like – approaching the rim, it's over. Like Giannis is getting punched on. But but Alan finds a way to you know get a piece on it. So he's he's really he good. Knows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great pick. All right. Um let's go to let's go most improved. Who do you think has a shot at most improved?
0: I got to think about it.
2: Um, I think I think for this one, I will commit to Scotty Barnes winning most improved, because again, I think that he's going to have to be a much higher scorer on his team this year. I think that he was. I like I'm pretty sure he was second for uh, rookie of the year last year, right? Like Mobley he didn't won it, win right? It? Did Barnes or Mobley win it? I thought Barnes won it. Maybe Barnes won it. Maybe. I, I think he's going to have the biggest increase in stats, though, as far as all the other – definitely all the rookies. But I'm looking around, you know, maybe Poole will have a chance to win it since they really rooked him of it last year. But I'm looking at the younger guys. I don't really see anyone taking that big of a step forward like – uh like Barnes well so I don't know what do you think I'll give you another
0: dark horse candidate and again didn't see them a ton last year but at their best he was Mm -hmm. the centerpiece Mm -hmm. Kevin Porter who just got paid by the way
3: Mm, yeah yeah maybe
0: Uh, I think he's a guy of all the talent that Houston has like for them to possibly capitalize on that, he has to be great. Yeah, the other guys are kind of a toss up as far as how good they are and what their role is going to be, but Porter has to emerge as as at least an on the floor leader for them.
2: He does, and you know, I, I think that another and Scotty did win. Um, he did win Rookie of the Year, but so did John ja and Jawwin. Must approved, so we we obviously know we know how that goes but uh I, I think that Jalen green is another one who has a shot on that team someone on that team is gonna have to take a big step forward yeah um and Jalen green really didn't get a lot of love last year as much as i thought maybe he should have since he broke only one who broke a rookie three-point record i mean donovan did that for the jazz and it was a big deal obviously because the team was winning but Jalen did the same thing and like no one cared about it. So I think it may not even be as far as points, but impact and just more notoriety to it may bring him up to uh, a most improved win too. But those, I mean, this is a really good pick. I think Porter Jr. Definitely has a shot because he's someone who probably could average 18 and 10 on this team,
4: 18
2: and nine, something like that. Very, very possible. All right, um,
1: uh, what's next? Coach, of rookie the of the year.
0: Oh, rookie of the year.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll do coach of the year last. Rookie of the year. Who who you got?
0: Uh, I, I think, and this I guess will be for me a hot take. I think Jabari Smith. Really. I'm I'm trusting whether Houston's good or not, they're gonna be running. Yeah. And the stats, the stats are piling up. The, the hot highlight putbacks, he's getting three minimum. Okay. Uh, I think the narrative will be there. I think if they improve, that'll boost his narrative. I mm-hmm. think how – again, the one thing I could depend on him is he's going to be flying up and down for the lobs, for the easy layups, for yeah. the, the dump, to, dump down to the rim, punching on somebody – yeah, uh, I think it'll be similar to Scotty Barnes, where his numbers will look better than he probably is at this point. Mm-hmm. But just the fact, that the contribution will be, I, I imagine, pretty good.
2: I like that. I like that. I think that's. I I would really like if that happened. I, it's just going to be tough. There's a lot of a lot of scorers on that team. It's going to be interesting though.
0: But it doesn't take a lot, you know.
2: No, it doesn't take a lot. No, it doesn't. Especially when nine. you're big,
0: sixteen and yeah. nine, and if the other guys are not carrying, like maybe if Ben Caro is carrying Orlando, but like I, I doubt we're getting that year
2: one. Right, and when you're big, as long as you have the rebounder numbers too, it, your your scoring numbers look better too. I know. So, um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Mathurin. Because I do think that of all the players, he probably will have the most opportunities to fail or opportunities to just, like, be let loose, I guess. Especially if Indiana's tanking, which they may be tanking and still have a good record, like, decent record. Um, Probably. I think he's capable of getting 20 points a game, 20-plus points a game. But – uh. Like I said, Pacers might be terrible, but I, d- I think Benedict Matherin is going to have a really, really, really good shot at it. And it'll suck if it's like a gimme, but, I, I mean, it'll look like that because the Pacers won't be trying to win. But I really think he's that good of a player, that good of a talent. I think he has a huge – I think he has the highest ceiling out of all the rookies, honestly.
0: And I like – I probably of all the rookies, I like that he's playing – I like the point guard he's playing with.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, all right.
2: Let's go. We can go coach of the year now. Coach of the year. This is the last one before MVP. So who you got for coach of the year this year? This is coach of the year is tough because you never really know what they're looking at. Um you know, it is. Best record of the team that who really performs the best doesn't always win it. It's like the team who surprises you.
0: So I'm going to, uh, Keep my faith,
2: Ty Lue. mm Okay. Has Ty won one yet? No, right?
0: No. I think of all the elite rosters, he has the best opportunity.
2: Yeah, I agree. Of the elite rosters, he definitely does.
0: Like, um, I can't predict. If Houston is a number three seed, go ahead. Like, just give it to him. You yeah. know, anything shocking like that, any team making a huge jump, you know, if if Charlotte is a home home court in the first round team, give it to Clifford on the spot. Mm-hmm. If OKC goes to. The, if OKC goes to the playoffs, you know, give it to him. But to yeah. me, like I, I can't picture the, the Clippers winning one way all year. That's a
2: that's a good point.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, Tai Lou will have to show us everything they can and can't do mm-hmm. throughout the season. And that's where I think, like, just we'll know most about them
1: as far as their coaching goes. Yeah.
2: That's, that's a good way to put it. Um, I think I am going to choose Willie Green for this. I think that the Pelicans, if they beat enough really, really good teams, there's a lot of times, you know, and this is unfortunate, but a lot of times the nods go to the coach that like their record would be decent, but they beat they beat the Bucks, they beat the Celtics, like they beat all the really good teams. Yeah. Regardless of what happens in the playoffs, or you know, maybe they get six seed or something like that. And they get a nod because they beat the really good teams. And um, I think that the Pelicans are set up for that. I think they're set up for, you know, any given night to beat the best teams in the league, um, to beat the Denver's and, you know, the other teams in the West. Uh, I think that even with Zion back, I know he's going to get a lot of credit, but I think that he'll ride the momentum he had from last season. Cause last season they finished so well. It looked so good in the playoffs. They almost got Phoenix out of here, first round. Um, he has so many young players clicking like like that. Uh, I think he's got a really, really, really good shot to prove himself one of the best coaches in the league. Um, in what his third year, something like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious
0: how CJ and Ingram play. Mm-hmm. because they – my thing is with them, like, they might play so well that you won't notice Willie Green's coaching as much. hmm uh, It's possible. Their pieces are primed to just click.
2: They are. And the, one one pushback I'll have is they may play really well, but I don't think anybody will really stand out on the team. And usually the, when yeah. you have teams like that where it's really balanced – I could see that. Like when Boonholzer had Atlanta, like there was a bunch of all stars, but none of their averages were that great. Mm-hmm. And really Forver shouldn't have even been close to being an all-star. Like so, but Boonholzer was the best coach that year because yeah. he had that team. But yeah, something like that. I think that's possible. All right. Lastly, MVP.
1: Who you got? Luca or Ja?
2: <laughs> me too. I think <laughs> it's I exactly.
1: Think, <laughs> only two options to
0: me. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I think Jokic will relax just because the the team to me got a little bit better and healthier. Yeah. Uh, nobody on the Clippers is going to be a candidate, of course. No. Uh, of course, the Lakers will be horrible. I mean, Embiid and, and again. Embiid similar to last year. What hurt Embiid was how great Philly looked to me.
2: And Embiid missing so many games. Yeah. Because I mean, they, they would win with, without him there. So that takes that, you.
0: That's what I'm saying is like yeah. Philly looked fine without him.
2: Yeah. That's always a big problem.
0: That's the big knock for Memphis to me. And I we talked about it. I can't really picture them going 20-5 and five without Morant again.
2: Definitely not. Not with this West. Right. No, but if Morant
0: me. is there all year, I mean, the momentum, he just his transition game, like now you can't take fouls. Good God.
3: Yeah.
2: It's He's going to have lot the, of, the
0: insane <laughs> plays.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. And he
0: yeah. watching him in the summer and a teeny bit in the preseason, this fucking guy got even more athletic. He did. Which is just sick, but – yeah. I mean the, him and Luca are gonna be going crazy this year, I imagine.
2: I think the only issue with Ja is I don't know if Ja is gonna affect the game in any other way other than highlights. And I I think that he might, but I know Luca is. Like I know Luca is still gonna be a triple double threat every night, you know, at minimum uh double double. But if Jaws giving me 20, 25 and three, and three, I, I just don't know. To the voters, I don't know how that looks. I mean, I think he'll have the most dunks. He'll have probably three highlights a night, especially with the take foul. Um, but I just don't think, I don't think he'll have the overall impact on the game that he needs to be MVP. That, that's my only reservation. Now I had him I already had him written down as my MVP favorite. So I'm not saying that I don't, you know, that I don't think he'll still win MVP. I just don't think um I think that's the only problem he might have. He won't affect the game as much as Luca will. And worst part is Luca's stats say he affects the game, but when he's if you're really watching it, to you me Ja is more
0: it. of a point guard than Luca is. He absolutely is. Because uh, Ja has that, like, desire to get people the, the roster of the ball, not just the assist or the mismatch. Exactly, uh, yeah. Where where I'll give him some credit is I think, like, Clark is a 20-10 and 10 threat exclusively because of Ja Morant. I agree. Like, there's nights where Clark will get you 18 points and it'll be off nine Morant assists. Yep. to me like they they became more of an inside out team as the year went on which I really liked Mm -hmm. which kind of opened up and you saw in the playoffs like Jackson still takes too many jumpers but he is posting up he is getting to the left hand he's trying to get inside a lot more Mm -hmm. And, and that to me is where if they keep building on that I mean, Morant's going to be t- top five in assists by
1: default.
2: He should be, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, you would think so, yeah. And, and the thing is, they're one of the few teams that I watched, and we all watched, like truly evolved the whole season. Yeah. Like, I think Memphis and Boston, and Memphis was, you know, only a few games from almost, you know, making it to the finals. Uh, but. Memphis and Boston are the only teams that truly evolved the whole season like I went, I saw them be great saw them be terrible saw them finally catch their stride so I do think that as a team they may find a way for Ja to really um, be that for them be the real pillar for them I'm just not so sure I'm not sure and like you said you can't picture them going 20 and 5 without him again I think because they did when he came back, he didn't need to do anything but score, like yeah. he didn't need to pass the ball, he didn't need to get rebounds, we just needed to get buckets and you know he went and got crazy blocks and all that stuff just because so I think he can do that again. I'm not sure if he can do the you know i I'm the guy give me the ball i got i also there' also
0: there's also a wild card guy that. Luca doesn't have to deal with luckily for him. Like Dinwiddie could be sixth man, but there's nobody oh, in yeah. Dallas that could play so well that it'll touch Luca's MVP candidacy.
2: Like Brunson did?
0: Yeah. I mean even yeah. Brunson to me was great, but he never like he never showed Dallas as elite without Luca to me. Mhm. But like some
2: some the situation is yeah ja. Just not individually for Brooks to me sometimes
0: played so well that it looked like he, it almost looks like he's trying to take like how important jaw is away from the team. Bane too. I mean, Bane too. Bane was Bane would play so well. He'd be like a cutting threat without jaw and only a Mm -hmm. shooting threat when jaw was playing.
2: Dude, in the first half of the season, Bane was running away with most improved. Remember like the first yeah, well, oh, I shouldn't say half, but first third like third,
0: yeah. He was just yeah, they crazy. Were
2: like, Wow, Lane is like, Who is this guy? He came out of nowhere, he's obviously the most improved player, like he was running yeah. away with it.
0: So yeah, um, I remember, and and that's where I think like maybe I'm a little more old school with the MvP. Like Luca is the overwhelming favorite because he fits yeah. the current criteria, he'll have he'll lead the team in every fucking stat category, he'll carry them to 80% of their wins. Yeah. With Ja, it'll have to be the, like the 2015 Steph where the team is so good that Ja really is only averaging 24 and like seven. Yeah. But he's the catalyst for, let's just say a number one seed by like seven games.
2: Yeah. I got gotcha. you.
0: Everybody's playing well.
2: He's the most dominant and best player on the best team.
0: Yeah. That to me is kind of the scenario where he'll really he could really win that over Luka, but just like a stat for stat battle, no chance.
2: That's the problem with MVP now. It's it's been diluted to yeah. no, no one right. really knows what it is. Guys means like Luca
0: and Jokic are and Giannis are gonna be the MVP favorites for like the next seven
2: years. Giannis, I mean, Jokic was a seven seed last year, right? Like six, seven, yeah, S- six seed and they Oh yeah, like he wasn't. Yeah, they playing. didn't play. So there was six seed. Yeah, there was six seed and he won it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I really wish they limited the.
0: You gotta have home court in the first round. Like set some kind of standard. I know, like, like yeah. I wasn't really mad at Russ winning it when they were fifth because they were just exclusively Russ. Yeah, but. I guess Denver was too. So, but six is and, low to me. Like and, six is just crazy low.
2: And Russ broke records. I mean, Jokic broke records too. It's just, it's tough. It it is tough. It's tough to really say, say what it is. It, I I would prefer that they won like one of the, one of the stat champions, like stat championships with it. Like you, if you're not like steals leader, assist leader, um. Or at least like top five in scoring. But now it's just like, if you just have really balanced triple double, you're going to be an MVP candidate. And that's, that's whack. But um, yeah. It's but tough. the
0: game, part of that is just the game getting so up and down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, um, let me ask you this. So, you, which trade do you think is the best trade of the offseason?
0: Going my into gut, the season. My gut tells
1: me Atlanta.
2: I agree. I agree. Which uh returner from injury makes the biggest impact?
0: Levine. And we Well, I guess who? this Levine doesn't count because he played.
2: Yeah, and, and I don't mean just the biggest impact, but is the biggest deal for the team, I should say. Not like I who mean, will have the best stats, but
0: you're not gonna like it, but Kawhi,
2: yeah. I figured, I figured you're gonna say Kawhi. I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna go with Murray, Jamal Murray.
0: Um, I like that, yeah. I mean, that's that's easy to me. I that's why I really hope I don't really want to see Jokic it. as like the the overwhelming MVP guy. Uh,
2: I hate it, watching them play when he's like that. I honestly. know
0: like, cause you can see, like, yeah, they'll win forty five games, and it won't it won't fucking matter at all? Yeah, cause Jokic is enough for forty five with just G Leaguers. Uh, yeah, but they yeah. need they need another dynamic, cause they got to the playoffs and just looked rough.
2: Yeah, it, and I think the only reason why I say Murray too is that. Murray makes them the makes them a the contender. But Kawhi came back and it's really everything else they did that makes them the contender, you know?
0: <laughs> you know
2: what's funny it's is like...
0: Kawhi coming back is like um is like for status for the Clippers because they play, to me, they played like a contender all last mm-hmm. year. They just yeah. weren't considered one because they're not considered good enough. Right. You know, if they sneak into the play-in, I think they they would have given whoever they played in the first round a challenge with Paul George playing. But now with Kawhi, like, they could still be doing everything. Like, it could be everything outside of Kawhi working well, and people Mm -hmm. will only consider them a contender because Kawhi's there.
2: Honestly, if they – if John Wall is, like, solid for the whole season – they they'd be just as good with or without Kawhi this year, to me.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs>
2: like adding John Wall to what they and had. Paul last George season. is doing what
0: he did most of the year. Oh, dude, Kawhi, Kawhi, load manage the whole year, bro. Just take it easy.
2: Yeah, come back for the playoffs if we need you. Right, like we're, if we if we're we good. might not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, that is all I have. Do you have anything else you want to talk about?
0: No, we've touched on every team. Uh, season starts tomorrow. I'm excited to watch the Lakers get blown the fuck out.
2: <laughs> the Warriors are going to look so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need, I'm gonna gonna need the NBA great. to keep uh, the NFL's doing this, where they're like the, the top like rivalry matchups, where we're getting them every year. Yeah. I'm going to need the opening night always, the Christmas games. like I need the top matchups
1: always.
2: Yeah, they've been slacking on the Christmas matchups, to be honest, yeah, lately. A little bit, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I I need that. I need the opening day in the matchups. The opening day, I remember they started really like doing really well when um um who was it? I guess when they started with the Warriors and man, I can't remember now. But a while back. They started the LeBron versus Kawhi, like, opening day every year. Yeah. And that's what, like, that keep nice. building
4: that,
0: like, rivalries like that. I don't want to see – bro, I've never wanted to watch the defending champs go at it opening night or, like, the, the finals rematch.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Because He's most of, com- of the time – finals rematch is cool, but not the finals. Yeah, but the
0: finals, to me, it's always one team is either the champs are too good and they dominate again. Or yeah. they're too, you know, hung over from the the joy of the ring, that they get yeah. destroyed,
2: right? Or somebody's hurt. Yeah, like, and yeah, it, it's tough. Yeah,
0: I want to see like, like uh, if, if I'm the commissioner and I just saw what Memphis and the Warriors went through, I would have been like, I would have been filling out whatever it took for them to play opening night, Christmas, like every key uh day of the season
2: are they the who is the christmas games this year are they the christmas
4: yeah this year? yeah oh, okay yeah
2: that's gonna be fun it is gonna be fun I, yeah this is gonna be a fun season man i i really hope i really hope there's no injuries this year That's what I hope the most out of the season.
0: I I hope for that every year. But um, my big thing is, and I haven't checked the schedule like thoroughly, but I hope we get some of the Eastern teams, some of the contenders going at it early on.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: I really want to see like Philly, Milwaukee early on, like, you know, Boston, Miami early on.
2: Yeah. Miami got off the hook for Christmas, which is whack. Philly and New York on Christmas.
0: I mean, Miami's just as boring as New York for Christmas to me. <laughs>
2: because Jimmy will, Jimmy will decide not to play on Christmas Day, like when everyone can for actually sure. watch the games. Sure. Dude, I'd be so mad if I got tickets to a Heat game and Jimmy doesn't take 15 shots in the game. I'd be so upset. But-
0: I don't think I could go. If I was like a full-time Miami fan with Jimmy there, like his tenure there. Yeah. I would have been just so miserable.
2: <laughs> just wait till the playoff Scream, game every other screaming playoff every
0: playoff game, like oh god, couldn't be me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But all right. Uh thank you guys for listening. Um next time we talk, NBA will have started, which is great. Yes. Uh we will be back so... on
0: football uh over the next we will, yeah. in the next yeah. week or two.
2: It's ramping up, it's getting good. Some, it's... some
0: crazy stuff going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. MVP race is is getting a little bit foggy now. I mean, it's like two players now and everyone else. Yeah. But um, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. Again, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow us, all that stuff. Uh you know where to find us. And
1: we'll talk to you guys next time.